Kami Kodo is a great gift, a great gift this holiday season. They make great kitchen knives using traditional techniques. Each knife comes in a beautiful, heavy-duty ash wood box. Kami Kodo makes three knife sets, heavy-duty cleavers, ultra-sharp steak knives, everything for people who are serious about cooking. They only use steel sourced from Japan, and each blade is crafted using techniques that have been honed and perfected by generations of knifesmiths. Because of their single bevel edge, Kamikoto knives can achieve a wickedly sharp edge you can't get with the other knives. They're ridiculously sharp, like cut through your ribeye like butter sharp, like buy a big piece of tuna and slice sushi sharp. Oh my God, they're great. I've been a fan of Kamikoto for a long time, but more importantly, I get them over the Christmas because of the box. The box is so slick. It looks, I mean, you don't even need to do anything. You just present the box and the thing like, what's this? Boom, pull them out. And these are, these are the best knives you can get. I'm telling you right now. They're used by several chefs working at Michelin star restaurants around the world. They make a great gift because the wooden box and the knives are presented in. And you can maintain the edge of your blade using one of Kamikoto's sharpening whetstones. Kamikoto is so confident about their knives that each knife comes with a lifetime guarantee. If you go ahead and buy now, Kamikoto is offering our listeners an extra $50 off site-wide on top of their biggest sale of the year. Go to Kamikoto.com and use the offer code BERT for an extra $50 off. K-A-M-I-K-O-T-O.com slash BERT. That's K-A-M-I-K-O-T-O.com slash BERT. Hey guys, brand new podcast, and the Birdie Boy Relapse Tour is over. Tonight is my last show in Sudbury, Canada, and I want to thank every single one of you who came out. I want to thank every single one of you who bought merch. I want to thank every single one of you who supported me for these last few years, because the Birdie Boy Tour started before the pandemic in January 2020 in Burlington, Vermont. That's where we started the tour, and then we shut it down for the pandemic, and then rebooted it. When I got back from Serbia, and we called it the Birdie Boy Relapse Tour, and we are done. Thank you so much. To, I can't tell you how much, how much it means to me. This is the tour that prepared me for my Netflix special that we shot in Omaha, and we're done. No more promoting. Not for me, man. I'm hanging it up. Suck my dick! We are going back on tour. Tops off world tour. Tops off world tour. We start in Europe in January. I haven't been to Europe in a while. I am so fucking excited to go to Europe. If you're in Europe and you're hearing this, get ready. I have antibodies and I am partying my dick off. I'm making sure every one of my teams gets COVID over Christmas <laughs> so that we can go out every single night. Uh, I'm bringing Shane Torres and, and Mark Smalls with me. And uh, and we're going to have a fucking blast. Tops off world tour. And then we come back and our first date is in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Then Hershey, PA, Boston, TD Gardens. These are all huge venues. Big. I'm treating every single one of these shows like Red Rocks. Lots of surprises. Lots of fun. You're going to want to get in your seat earlier because early because it's going to be that much fun. Trust me, and you know if you've been to one of my recent arena shows, they are a fucking blast. Big names on some of these dates are coming with me, like completely blitzed. I'm going there with Mark Norman and Shane Gillis. We're doing three shows at the Mullet Arena in Tempe, Arizona, February 9th, 10th, and 11th. Savannah, Georgia, Tampa at the Amelie Arena 
or the lightning play. I am coming home. I am so fucking excited to come to Tampa. I got a box for my parents, and my dad's never seen me do stand-up. So this will be a good one. Get your tickets for that February 17th, Orlando, Cedar Rapids, Green Bay. We're going back to the rest center, and I'm bringing Gareth Reynolds. You don't know that yet. You don't know that yet because I haven't released that podcast. Minneapolis, Grand Forks, Fargo. Oh, we're going back to make up Fargo. We'll be back, Fargo. <laughs> Winnipeg, Saskatoon, Edmonton. I can't wait to go to Edmonton. We've added a show at the Jubilee Auditorium. Uh, Calgary, Calgary, Calgary. Wow, three shows in Calgary. Bismarck, we're making up that show. Peoria, Tupelo, Charleston, West Virginia, Detroit, Cleveland. We're back at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. I'm telling you, Tops Off World Tour is going to be a fucking blast. Today's podcast is a fantastic stand-up comedian, a good friend of mine, Tom Papa. You may know or you may not know, Tom is an a fantastic sourdough bread maker. He brings me a loaf of bread. We ate that loaf of bread. By the way, I had the best fucking egg sandwich on that loaf of bread. The best egg sandwich I've ever had. What I did is I cut it really thin, really thin slices of this sourdough bread. Toasted the bread on my griddle with some butter on both sides. Two fried eggs, bacon, and what I did is I took American cheese and I laid not like a two pieces. So like, but it's, I kind of like spread it out on the sourdough bread on both sides. Then I put the bacon, then I put the egg. And what that did is that it created a seal. The, the cheese created a seal. So as it gushed out, it didn't like, it was fucking amazing. Tom Pop is on the podcast. So... We talk about bread a lot. I made tortillas recently, and I show him my tortillas, and he tries my tortillas, and they're not that bad. We do talk about a lot of different breads. We talk about, we talk about a lot of stuff. It's, you're going to love this podcast. He has a new special on Netflix called What a Day. It is streaming right now. Go to Netflix. You can watch his other one that was called You're Doing Great, and this one, What a Day. If you don't know, Tom, you have heard many of his jokes on TikTok. He has gone viral a number of times. Have you created a human yet? Have you created people? Have you created people? Tom's a fantastic comic. He really is. And, uh, and a guy I genuinely look up to. He's a great dad. He's a great dad. He's a great dude all around. Give him some love. Go to Netflix. Watch his special. What a day, ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Tom Papa. That was a great fucking intro. This is Do you want to talk about what I did today? What's that? Wait, what did, what did you do today? Nothing. Watched uh, the World Cup. What? With my on. dad. Are we rolling? Um, wait. Okay, oh. we can we can talk then. Sweet. Uh, <sighs> did you with your dad? Yeah, my dad's in town. Thank really? you. What uh, did Iran win? Hmm? Did USA win? USA won. They beat Iran? Yeah. Ooh, did anyone talk about the Ayatollah? There was a lot of tension. Well, I bet there was. They yeah. We've been enemies for a Especially long time. Especially if you grew up and we did. And it was like, uh, yeah. oh, man. We I almost posted a picture of the hostages getting released. <laughs> I remember that so vividly. You <laughs> Me know? too. I, know. I remember that. It's like one of the few things. I said to my wife the other day, I said I lived in the greatest time to be alive. Uh-huh. In like, a lot of ways. Like, so we, yeah. okay, let's just talk about events that we've seen. Right. So you're my age, right? 35. Yeah, 35. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we saw Cold War. Yeah. Uh, we saw deterrence, the mutually assured destruction. Yeah. 
We hated the commies. Yeah. Uh, we saw the wall fall. All, all good fodder for good movies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I wish we had a comic enemy like within that we could use now. Maybe that's, that's maybe what, the, the when people go, when people go, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm going to stop doing no, that. No, 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 please. When people say, when people say, uh, uh, hey, what, what, what are you going to do to bring back comedies? We go, we just need an enemy. I know. And then when Top Gun came out, you couldn't tell who the enemy was. You know, he did that on purpose. I know. And it makes sense. And we're in a new place. But it was more fun back then when it you was, were like, Drago's going to get us. I, you know, I talked to <laughs> I talked to a Russian. I want to say it was, uh, I forget who it was. Oh, uh, it was, I want to say it was Eugene Merman. Uh-huh. But I, I think he grew up in Russia. Yeah, right. He's Russian. And so I had written in my book, I just, I talked about what we thought of Russians when yeah. we were kids. And it was like. They wore gray wool clothes. Their shoes were made of wood. <laughs> like they they didn't wipe their asses. Like those. That was the all their food came from a can. Yeah, yeah. They had to wait long, 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 long lines, and their bread was stale. And they had like those. Little, they were still dressed like it was the thirties. And they're like, paper, please. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mind a coffee. Oh, thank you so much. I wouldn't mind a coffee. Um, I have a, a business meeting tonight. You do? This. Yes. Is it is important one? It's about the movie. Oh yeah. yeah, but it's it's is casual. It? It's with wine and uh, cigars and stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, you don't want to be hammered going into that. I don't want to be hammered going into it, but I don't want to have too much coffee because then I'd start sharing all my marketing ideas. See, I wouldn't worry about that as much as then I'd be peeing the whole meeting. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think about peeing. You don't? When you, you know, when I ran the LA coffee? when I when I ran the LA marathon, I did not pee. Uh, I peed once. Really? And I drank a lot of fluids and I just sweat them all out. Where did you pee? uh in uh in i think eagle rock just on, <laughs> on the, the side of the street yeah where people is that what people do yeah well it's so funny dude at the beginning of the la marathon everyone uh they you take off and then all of a sudden people run right to the bathroom and they, there's bathrooms and there's lines can you imagine starting off your la marathon <laughs> by going i have to take a shit <laughs> that's terrible i mean there's lines you like, think there's right, a lot of number twos going on oh i think that's there's huge lines Oh my God! So there's only lines. one thing. That, yeah. And what I did is, it's so funny. I have a little bit of OCD, <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, I gotta shit. Once I get there, I gotta shit. Right. Like, cause I didn't shit. You wake up so early to go. You wake up like I think like five in the morning, four in the morning. Yeah. And so I got there early to take a shit. Oh really? And then I took a shit. I had a banana. I was like, I don't know what to eat because I didn't want to eat too much. Yeah. My body locks up when I leave my house. Oh yeah. I used to think that I just don't poop on planes. But then I realized I don't think I poop till I come home. <laughs> oh, I shit on planes. You do? Uh, I've, I've I never, not once. Really? Not once. Not once. Million miler. I've never jerked off on a plane. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Those long flights to Australia are like this could break it up. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never. Uh, I've never pooped on a plane or masturbated on a plane. I had a day in Tallahassee where I, <laughs> I shit at the stadium, I shit at a, I shit at a sports bar. No, I shit at a fraternity house, a sports bar, a stadium, and then I shit at Yanni's. I shit at the bar that everyone went out to that this night. This is all in one day. And and someone said to me, and someone, yeah, and someone <laughs> said, you know, you're really, like, I couldn't shit in public like that. And I was like, I actually enjoy it. Really? Like if I go to Mc back in the day, I haven't gone to McDonald's forever. But if I go to McDonald's, yeah, I would wait until the end of the meal to go take a shit. 
and then be like, "Is this your encore?" Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jen. Thank you very much. Just dropping the mic. So wait, back to back to us living in the greatest generation. Ever, yes, right. Yes. So, I love your sh- studio, by the way. Oh, thank you. I should- was here when you were first cobbling it together. We're building a new one. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were sitting outside. We, oh, for we, real. We, we drank wine outside, and this was still being hammered together. Really? Yeah. Um, we're we're building a new one. Uh. Leanne, we do the cooking show now, which I've right. got to have you on. Yeah, I've yeah, have of you course. On. I went home to get you the bread that I made you. Please, I'm, that's the only reason I had you on this podcast. I, I'm like, I was going to be a little late. You can feel it's still warm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, hey, Leanne. Or Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer, can you do me a huge favor? Can you take this into Leanne right now? Let her know it's warm. And then can you pass me those tortillas? Tell her so that I I've love her. I've been thinking about you all fucking weekend. Hold on. <laughs> let me finish my fucking statement, okay? So yeah. we have lived in the best generation. We saw the Iraq war. We saw 9-11. Yeah. We saw the pandemic. We saw them try to overthrow the Capitol. Why are all... Wait, wait. I was with you in the beginning. Yeah. What is this part of like, the good I mean, list? When you think about when you think about all the shit you get to experience, right? Oh, okay. As as, as as a generation, right? You want to experience as much as possible yeah. to go. I lived through that. I like like uh, my parents got. Where were you when they shot JFK? Right. Right. We got Reagan. They shot Reagan. Right. Right. We had. You mean we had more? We, and the good thing is we didn't have. We didn't have, like a. Like World War Two, like we didn't go through like a, right. a a major major high death tragedy. Where it fucked up a whole generation yeah. of men. Yeah, I mean, it uh, like my grandfather's generation stormed the beaches of Normandy. Yeah, and we're rationing at home, and I mean, you know, people were just going and not coming back. Like we we had a lot of uh, we had a lot of cool things culturally too, like. We were in the prime time of like running around as a free kid, you know, just just that freedom, just that oh, joy. Oh, oh, okay. Then let's go to take it there. So we got we got uh, we got to ride our bikes with no care of anything. Yeah, we nothing. got to walk. Someone was like, we got to walk to stores. My mom would give like, here's here's five dollars. Go walk to the store, get yourself some candy. Yeah, get a drink and yeah. walk home. Or you you found some money and didn't even tell your parents where you were. Yeah, and you, you, your parents had no clue that you were like went to the store, got some funyuns, went to the school, climbed on the roof, yeah, hung out there, made out in the woods, oh. came back home. How you doing? Good. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. We got we got our driver's license where they just go, you can start driving now and put everyone in your car. Right. Like you can't do that now. They go, no, 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 you can't. Get away one year. year. Yeah, yeah. We got that. We got AIDS. That was the bad part. AIDS wasn't good. Yeah, AIDS wasn't good. AIDS kind of changed that. Where I grew up in New Jersey, they changed the drinking age right as we were coming up. Like uh, it was eighteen for right. a long time, and when we were like sixteen, seventeen, they changed it to twenty-one. Shut that up. was our national tragedy. Oh my god! Yeah. That forget, would... forget World War Two. This was pretty rough. That would fucking suck. We got uh, what? A, what? A, uh, well, we got to watch people get AIDS, <laughs> like Rock Hudson and Magic Johnson and Freddie Mercury. Like that was kind of like that. Oh, that was devastating. That was, was, <laughs> some of them, but yeah. I mean, I, I didn't want a big Rock Hudson fan as a kid, but like I was like, I was like, huh? Liberace. Liberace got AIDS. It was brutal. Uh, who else got Arthur Ashe got AIDS? Brutal. My uh, wife grew up in. Uh, she two was a dancer. Uncles, two of my uncles got AIDS. Really? Well, like uncle uncles, like yeah. Uncles. And it, and it just like devastated like broadway new york broadway just oh, yeah, devastated 
Yeah, that kind of sucks. AIDS kind of sucks. AIDS, AIDS. Well, there's a lot of things in your list that suck. You know, 9 11. Yeah, but you got to see them at least. But, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, the pandemic sucked, but it sucked because it ruined, I think it ruined our kids a little bit. It wouldn't have been great when, right, if we were like those kids on the bikes and all of a sudden you can't go on your bike anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it messed up. Our age was kind of like, okay. Hey, for I mean, the pandemic the f- we weren't in the in the trouble age yet you know yeah we weren't in that but we weren't in school missing out on senior year yet but my daughter missed out on sophomore junior year yeah. missed out on her first kiss like yeah. i mean it should have happened then just didn't because you had the six feet um when yeah. she did get caught smoking weed the fight the big fight was uh you were not being safe right you had to have your own weed yeah, you had to have your own joints, which is hard to come by as a kid. <laughs> yeah, unless right. you go into my man cave, which <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did. Um, right. But it's but then we also got the internet. We got uh, we got electric cars. We got, we lost the Concord. We lost the Concord, but I think it's coming back. I would love to. Yeah, I think there. I don't think it's going to be the Concord, but that fast plane. To I don't Hawaii. think it's going to have the are dippy going, nose. Are going to go to Hawaii? Why did that nose dip? I don't know because it was so fast. It was like it would just go like this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I dated a girl one time and she goes, she was studying to be a flight attendant. She was like, the Concorde, does that go the speed of sound or the speed of light? And I was like, this is this is definitely the speed of sound. You were like, I was like I'm going to score tonight. <laughs> like you would, you would, you would, you would arrive in Europe in under a second. <laughs> You'd go holy shit and then she said two things she goes can they hear on it and part of me didn't have the answer and i was but then then you do the math in your head you're like yeah of course they can fucking hear (laughs) i remember the it going past this uh the speed of sound and the sonic boom creating the sonic boom like in in the new york area well did you ever go to an air show no air shows were really big and you mean air supply no no did you go to that one though no <laughs> air shows were really cool because they would uh they'd have like the the blue angels would come by and yeah. they'd fly in they'd fly close as fuck to you did you see the accident over a couple weeks ago Ooh, that was crazy that the little kid goes were they supposed to do that oh no really? yeah poor kid <laughs> oh yeah i probably would have said that as a kid which yeah. would have been followed by a shut the fuck up <laughs> right you moron yeah uh oh yeah Okay, things that happened that I didn't care about. Sandra Day O'Connor becoming the first woman Supreme Court justice. The Iranian <laughs> hostages. Hostages was huge. That was really fucking and, big. Yeah. I remember I remember I had a big styrofoam plane and we put in tape on the side, Bomb Iran. I remember there was that song, Bomb, 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 Bomb Iran. Iran. That was a big deal. That was a re- we, we hated them. They held us hostage. We hated them. Yeah. They hated us. Well, when, you know, we didn't know that, that, but we didn't know at the time, like, well, the backstory and the Shah and all that stuff. Like, we just knew that they were holding our people. Chernobyl. Uh, uh, these remember things. when the space shuttle blew up, right? In our, as we were watching it as kids? I was outside Miss Pino's, uh classroom. She used to sell nachos on the side. Awesome. And what a weird thing now when you in think school about, in school she was a latin teacher and she'd sell but nachos <laughs> like during break like so she'd just make extra money off the side what a really that's crazy amazing really great great nachos that's really pretty great and so uh bono's nachos it said mrs bono <laughs> so you're in her class or outside i, was, her class? I took latin semper ubi sub ubi sub ubi no outside her class so she'd and then she'd set up a tv she'd set up the yeah. shop in the door TV's so she'd open her door to her classroom 
and then put all our gear like almost like a food truck right up to the door <laughs> that's amazing yeah and then and then to really draw in business she'd shuttle launches were really big in florida right all of them were right of course and yeah. then that one was all in schools we were all watching it on tv we were I, we were watching it That's yeah crazy. on the lunchroom like all gathered up i must have been in fourth grade i'm guessing i was learning i was learning latin no maybe i had to be higher than fourth grade i think i was, I was a freshman grade. i think i might have been a freshman but watching that and just like holy what it was the first teacher and everyone was like oh this is amazing krista mccullough and then pop yeah and just how do you explain that to the kids what did i don't even remember what I remember when quiet. Do you want to know something really interesting? Do you know Peter Billingsley? Yes. Peter Billingsley, he produced, he produced, worked for Wild West, works with Vince Vaughn, produced Sullivan and Son with Steve. Right. Uh, he was also right, Ralphie right, right. and Ralphie and in A Christmas Story. Yes. He's got a new movie called A Christmas Story Story or something. Right. I was in a table read with him on Steve's mo movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And that's the first time I met him. Okay. Yeah. And so I was really good. I should have gotten a part, but I what movie? The, I just killed it on the table read. I was really great, <laughs> but I was just there to help. What was the? Was this the, the opening act? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he <laughs> was at he was at the fucking he was at the launch pad. No, yeah, he was like one of like Reagan's spokespeople, and so he was at the launch pad. And he had to go on camera. I think Nancy Reagan pulled him aside and was like, yo, we need you on camera to tell kids it's going to be okay. No. And he's like, wow, this is fucking heavy, man. I'm just like an actor. And he's still Ralphie's, you know. Like, and he was, is that why he was there? Because it was Ralphie time? Yeah, it was Ralphie time. And he was like, it was oh all about God. kids learning. And Krista McCullough was the, do you know that, do you want to know something crazy about that? They were alive the whole flight down. What? Yeah. No. Uh, there's a great documentary on Netflix about about this no yeah yeah that's it, it's a great documentary and it's and it has fucking peter billingsley and, and he talks about like like Having he was there for the launch he was there as like a celebrity to watch the launch and then they pulled him aside and like we need you to go on air and like talk to the country oh and he had to go God. on air the final flight wait so when it blew up they they survived the explosion they pull up the real fact uh but so they uh, survived the initial explosion oh. and if i'm not mistaken they had radio contact with them falling to the earth no i think they were alive for like a minute and a half oh my god i never Talk knew about that fucking terrifying Jeez. i mean you, when you think like i think sometimes the the solace in in <sighs> like a, a plane crash or something like that is that you think it's gonna it pretty much happens instantaneously yeah and you're just it goes to black yeah, but not in any of my plane crash dreams. Yeah. Never. Do you have those? Yeah. I have them all the time. Oh, the worst is when you're on a plane and you have it. I always get them where I'm, like, if if you're, if you're like, sleeping. If, I, if I'm sleeping, something's trying to get in the side. Oh, they're, they're cleaning. They're doing the yard. Um, yeah, when I'm sleeping on a plane, I've had repeatedly a dream that we're not really crashing, but we're, like, at ground level, going under tunnels. And like going through a city, really? like boom, boom, and we're like, "Is this supposed to happen?" <laughs> yeah, like that. So, can I tell you what I if I, I may I may okay? What was that? The good thing for you is if you crash on a plane, you'll be pooping. Yeah, right. <laughs> the space shuttle was engulfed in a cloud of fire just seventy three seconds after liftoff, at an altitude of forty six thousand feet. Ooh, that's quick. That is quick. It looked like an explosion. The meteor called explosion, but the NASA described it was initially. I'm not good at reading that loud. 
You're doing great. There's no detonation or explosion the way we commonly understand the concept. A seal in the rocket fuel, who fireball, maybe an explosion. I know, but it, does it say anything about them being alive? Well, it says it wasn't an explosion, so yeah, it, they could have, yeah, definitely been alive because it was just no, no, no. They're they're they have. I, I'm almost certain I saw this. There was they were, or maybe I was talking to Sam Tripoli, but they were like fucking, and they were listening to them going like, "Help!" Or this isn't good. Oh my god! Yeah, I feel like yeah. It says the Challenger didn't actually explode. The fuel tank. So all I know is I was in, we were all, I mean, every kid in America was in watching it on TV. Yeah. And just kerplop. Um, And then, and then challenger jokes happened immediately after that. Right. Um, Yeah. I remember that. I remember Dimitri Martin had a challenger joke. He did. Very first time doing stand up. He would read from his diary Uh and he would go, he was like, uh, we're at, uh, we're, in, we're in Fort Lauderdale or Cape Canaveral for the shuttle launch. Timmy try, um, dared me to sneak in and mess with the shuttle. We'll see what happens. And then he flips it and he goes, oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, the Oklahoma. You oh, know, I got to be honest 90s. with you. Yeah. I wish I could. It's kind of the cool thing about living through something like, say, like the Oklahoma City bombing is yeah. that I don't remember I've been to Oklahoma City a lot. Yeah. And when you go to Oklahoma City, you really see how it affected that community. Right. And that was where... Yeah, I remember I remember after 9-11, people saying that they were sorry to people who lived in New York. And it was, of course, a national tragedy, as Oklahoma was. Yeah. Um, But there was something about it being in your town that made it yours your tragedy on a greater level yeah and and have you been have you played oklahoma city i have there's a helium there i think no 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 uh there's a brick house comedy brick house comedy is in oklahoma city yeah I don't and remember. so i only know that because that's where mickey mantle's restaurant is i think uh oh really yeah yeah i've played <laughs> oklahoma city a lot oddly enough that's weird and so we always go to the oklahoma city we t- like we always go to that to this to the capitol building or whatever right and it shows you just how devastating that explosion was. And you're like, oh. And then if you do, go to do a joke about it there, you always realize, oh, that is still not funny. Like, they no. still they still have family members there. Right. Like, they're still affected by it. Yeah. But what's interesting, I find, is that as someone who didn't, like, all this shit that happened in the 90s, I was in college, all of the right. 90s. So, Ruby, go back to 90s. Go back to 90s, right where you were. Go right back, back where you were. So, Ruby Ridge, Waco. Uh, Monica Lewinsky, Bosnian genocide, Oklahoma. The LA riots is the only thing I followed. I'm being serious. So only thing I followed. So then all of a sudden, I, as an adult, I get to go. I re- I do remember the Waco siege. We were in our fraternity house, and they were and Matt Miller was like, "Dude, this is fucking crazy." Yeah, and it was before right. I had. There were people in my fraternity before conspiracy theories theories who were like. This is what's wrong with ATF because ATF was really big in Florida. Right, in Florida. right. They were up. Yeah, they were. People were up against. Them. But now I get to watch documentaries on this and go, uh, like it's kind yeah. of. You know, it's the weird one. I don't remember at all. What was that one with the um, with the cult? The that Netflix special where they all were Nikes. Uh, no, not that one. The uh, Wild Country. Yeah, what was that cult called? That was the one. 
Yeah, did you ever see that documentary? No. And that happened during that same time. I have no recollection of it. They took over a whole town. No. You never saw this doc? You no. got Oh, it's it so today. good. Wild Wild Country. Today. It's so good. I saw Wild Wild West. Yeah, there's is that the, the same guy. Thing? Oh, that's she, the guy. Th- yeah, that's the guy. And then the woman is the one who like kind of ran the show for him. And they they like took over like a whole town in like Oregon or Washington. Oregon, yeah. You gotta watch this trailer. It's one of the best trailers to a documentary real? I've yeah, ever seen in my so life. Good. Everybody felt they were there at the beginning of the great experiment. Like we were the chosen people. <laughs> I'm here in one of the largest ranches in the Northwest. Today, it's Rajneesh Purim because a prominent Indian guru and his followers bought it. Our vision was to create a community based on compassion and sharing. Bhagwan's agenda was simply to raise the consciousness of humanity. That was his goal. America was land of promise. Wow. It was my conviction yeah. we will have no problems. I don't think America has a place for these people. They just bought Everyone the whole town. Everyone antelope mistrust Rajneesh. Real. They yeah. want that guru and his evil influence out of my city. They're run by satanic power. There is talk of vigilantes who may seek revenge on the Rajneeshis. A bomb went off in the middle of the community. More than 60 followers evacuated. It was a catastrophe. Mostly unjust, Mark Duplass. If I didn't take measures to protect our community, no one else would do it. We call upon the governor to disarm this cult's army now. If the government does decide to get you, they're going to get you. Who would poison a whole town? The Rajneeshi set a stage for a big outbreak to influence the election. They had no evidence. They were facing immigration fraud, smuggling. The Rajneeshis came this close to murdering a presidential appointee. There is bias, there is prejudgment, religious discrimination, and this is democracy. I've had enough of it. We were going to mount a full-scale assault. We will be ready to protect ourselves. Grown up understanding, thou shalt not kill. What had happened? There's darkness in all of us. Doesn't make you a bad person. <laughs> I I am. I would love to start a cult. It seems like it would be easy, doesn't it? it, it I mean, if this guy can fucking do I it, know. I have a following. I know exactly. Like, I mean, I have, and I put out good content, and I'm not trying yeah. to fuck your wife, <laughs> right? Like, if, if you were to just like tweak it a little bit, how would you start your cult? First of all, what would you name bit. it? Oh, Papanishis. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that happened? Like, I don't. I have no memory of that happening. No, that's a huge story. That. Well, that had to happen in the 70s. I'm Pro- guessing. I think late. Well, they showed Reagan, so late 80s. Let's see. Wild, wild country, Rajneeshi. Yeah, that was insane. But yeah, I, I whenever I watch it, I'm like, it seems like it's so easy to start a cult. I know. And just, you get hot chicks. Yeah, yeah. And you just need a couple like inner circle ones, and then they spread your influence to the next ones. Do you think you and your, your wife could agree that much on something? Oh, oh you think my wife's involved? Well, you have to. Yeah. I mean, that's the point. Is like these guys get their wives in. Like I was. It's like honestly, honestly, 
The same guys who can get their wives, convince their wives to build a small home, a tiny home, are the same guys that convince their wives to go into a fucking cult. Because I look at that and I go, how did you ever, How? what kind of backbone does this woman have that her, because it's always the man is like, yeah, get off the grid. No television, no nothing. And then you see like a, a, an attractive woman going, uh, it's, I mean, it's his dream, you know? I've always it wanted the sense. farm. I've wanted a goat. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. I, building off the grid is one of my favorite fucking shows ever never seen it oh it's on hgtv right. diy right building off the grid uh -huh. and they and they always make tiny homes <laughs> oh god robert kelly has a tiny home i know which, the biggest the biggest that's friend why we got, have that's why that's, <laughs> god you got me <laughs> the biggest friend we have is in the tiniest home. i think they were all tiny homes to him for a period <laughs> I think if you saw that picture of his home without him in it, yeah. it's a regular home. Yeah, it's a regular home. <laughs> but when he stands in front of his home, it's a tiny home. Have you seen how much weight Billy Gardell's uh, lost? Yes. That's fucking yeah, crazy. I know. He doesn't even look like the same person. No, I know. It's Yeah. But he, did he do surgery? I don't think he did surgery, did he? No, spin class. What? No, it's surgery. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I totally bought it. Because I spin... <laughs> it's, it's funny that uh, what were you gonna say uh, no i was just gonna say hey will you turn the air on it's fucking it's hot as shit in here again you know something happened all of a sudden yeah once once we, as soon as the guy hit the side of the building it got hot we um, might be on fire <laughs> yeah what if we are on fire that would be a fucking great fire. if we could just that'd be a good podcast you'd light a room on fire it'd be a good way out this show is sponsored by better help this holiday season do something special for a special person in your life, you. Give yourself a gift to raise your spirits, and not just for the day. The holidays can be a really tough time. Between making family dynamics, racing from thing to thing, and braving the cold, dark weather, it's normal to feel down. Having someone to talk to about how you're feeling and what you can do about it is truly a gift. It's more important than you think to take some time, maybe in the morning like I do, write in your journal, and then... Take those notes into a therapy session. Talk to someone about what you're going through, what you're feeling, what's bothering you. It can really change. I've been doing online therapy ex exclusively. I only do online therapy. It's so much easier for my life. And it really is. I find it to be less expensive. And uh, and I don't have to wait in traffic. I don't have to wait in my car. I don't have to sit in my car all day. I don't have to wait in a waiting room. It's fantastic. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists, 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. I told you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match. <laughs> in my read, did I just go, I told you. No wonder I'm in therapy, right? <laughs> just, just fill out a brief questionnaire to match the therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Bert. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Bert. If you are thinking about a gift for friends or family members, search no further than Skylight Frames. These Skylight Frames are the best. I've got it for my dad, my sisters, all of, all of our best friends, all the campers. Uh, we got one for Georgia for her school and her dorm. We got, ooh, dude, I'm, so, I'm telling you, they're awesome. Skylight Frame is a great way to feel closer to those you love when you're separated. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. Just plug it in and use the touch screen to connect your wireless network 
That's what it is. It's a photo frame that you can update and anywhere instantly by email from anywhere and put pictures up and they show up and it's awesome. Multiple people can send photos to the frame, so it's a great way for large networks of friends and families to stay in touch. It has blackened frames, a white mat. It looks so nice. It looks, it really is beautiful, but it looks like a real photo frame that has a beautiful touch to any home. It's timeless. Black frame with a white mat adds a beautiful touch to your home. Skylight Frame's vibrant touchscreen display lets you swipe through photos and even tap a heart and let the person who sent you the photo know you love it. Choose from two sizes. I'd get the the, the 15 inch personally. We have the 10 inch, I think, but I would get the 15 inch. They have 10 inches and the new large 15 inch frame. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they will offer you a full refund. You can preload it with photos also of special memories for the perfect personalized gift. Import pictures from your significant other, spouses, grandparents, etc. They didn't even know they had those pictures, and boom. I gave one for my mom, and my mom set it up. My mom set it up. If my mom can set it up, you can set it up. Now, as a special offer, <laughs> you can get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code BERT. That's right. To get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code BERT. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com and the promo code BERT. Can I tell you what podcast I really want to do? I want to do a, I want to, I want to team with calm, the Mm -hmm. calm app. Mm -hmm. And I want to do guided meditations into getting you to fall asleep. And then I want to drive your dreams. Ooh. And you want to talk about making ad sales money off the ass. (laughs) When you're like, like once they're asleep, you just start pitching your merch. No, you would know. So the, so, so what happened to me is I was having dreams. So I listened to, um, I listened to, uh, this, (laughs) on pete it's hot yeah so you got to turn <laughs> off the heat you got to turn off the heat so so i listened to this thing called uh this this day in history is that what the name of it halston mm-hmm. can you pull it up this day in history right that's the best fucking podcast in the world it it is is it this day in history it's is it a short podcast noiser. yeah 18 minutes right usually that's the best and so not this day in history class it's i'll tell you garrison keeler did a thing like that called the writer's almanac it was mostly about writers but it was just all whatever happened on that day oh. it was such a nice way to wake up you just turn that on well, some of them are, no it's no it's uh it's I must, I must have said the wrong name it's called it's on noiser is the name of the podcast network and you're saying you want to be on this podcast it's called history daily no you, there's no being being on it but the other day i was watching a history daily and it this is it oh it's so fucking good and so today was about the zong massacre uh-huh. i listen to that it's not the best way to wake up no i see what you mean uh, yeah. for, they put 400 slaves on a ship from england and the captain misdirected his ship thought he's going to hispania and aimed toward jamaica and realized he was going the totally wrong direction and then they started to run out of water this uh-huh. is what they said no. this is what they said so they're like yo in maritime laws lost freight is lost freight if it falls off the ship it falls off the ship oh no so they killed first like 40 slaves all women and children then 150 slaves and then they kept killing slaves and then they went and they reported to the insurance company yo we, we lost some of our freight we want that money for them and the insurance company was like no you murdered people and then they were like and then they're like let's not be a woman about it that <sighs> was their exact fucking words 
let's not get be a woman about it oh my god it was freight they're not people and then oh. and then they lost it because they were like no they're fucking humans oh. so that wasn't the best way to wake up today yeah good morning but um 130 enslaved africans by the crew of the british slave ship the zong and uh east in liverpool but but if you so what i did the other day i was it was uh about the the french revolution and uh about this guy who some scientists in the french revolution but what regardless what happens when i listen to this my it, it'll seep into my dreams uh, and then i show up in the french revolution right and so that's what so I. so you listen to it before bed you mean if you listen i listen, I listen to it while i sleep i so what's right. great is it's history daily so they've got fucking 365 of these right so what i do is i go back like six months hit play when i'm laying in bed i fall asleep and then it plays throughout the night and it just it just it's i always think about that because whatever i hear last before i go to bed it's on my yeah. mind and especially if you're like on the on the verge when you get up to pee or something it you're thinking about it. it's like it's present right there yeah and uh i watched i watched your story like a couple days ago like right after the holidays like leading up maybe right after thanksgiving yeah and, I, and you had a lot of story posts that night yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. i watched and i just let it roll i just watched all of it and you were in my sleep just no. like you're saying are you yeah, serious i swear to god so I, I, we, fucking... I we were literally sitting with each other like uh at one point we were going we were sitting down and going wait is it my podcast or your podcast let's do your podcast then we'll do my podcast you want to do them both today yeah. yeah i think we can do it do we have wine do we have anything to eat that's fucking <laughs> by the way you, i gotta open a door or something i'm so fucking hot i'm so fucking hot what is happening i'm gonna get up are we on fire i, I think so we're on fire hot. the heat is on someone's it's definitely on <laughs> bird is he is he, he is last time i was here we sat outside and uh i was really complimentary about how it opened up inside and now uh i'm wishing we were back outside because we might be on fire <laughs> maybe they didn't put air conditioning in it <laughs> I mean, it's so fucking hot in here. I'm just feeling a, some coolness now. It's I, I just turned. It was the heat was in on in that room. This, uh, those fucking ring, is it ring or nest cams? Nest. Uh, they're the the they have the automated um, uh -huh. thermostat, and it yeah. just doesn't. It never fucking works. <laughs> I haven't done that. I haven't hooked it to the rest of everything. I just have one where it. Uh, that nest camera that caught that ghost in my office i saw that what yeah. what um but wait so you take people into dreams right you calm them down you get them to go to sleep yeah you do like hypnotizing it's, almost it's uh, yeah it's present and then you you take them on a guided dream like you go like all right we're in we're gonna Here need we to go. gear you up because we're fighting dragons tonight <laughs> let's go down to the wizard and see what he has for you we're walking down the stairs. They're beautiful stairs, cobblestone <laughs> stairs. Uh, we, the wizard's ready for you, but first he wants you to have a, a Diet Coke. <laughs> Grab a Diet Coke. They're refreshing. They're always refreshing. And then you're in people's dreams. Yeah, I saw Doing like product day. placement in your dreams. So what was this? This was the first time I had a Nest camera. And uh, I set it up and it was, it was in like towards, my, that's my office. And I went to Denver. I was like backstage at Comedy Works, and I got the alert on my phone. I'd never gotten that before. I was like, "Oh, oh this yeah. is how Nest works. This is cool." And I looked, and my dog was like running in the office. 
And I said to my opening act, I said, you know, how, what a cool beginning to a horror movie. You, you're on the road, you get an alert from Nest, and there's some guy looking back in your camera. Yeah. And that starts the horror movie. And you tell your wife to get out of there. And just as I said that, bling, it comes back. It hits me again. And that image came up, which it looks like a guy in a trench coat. Yeah. Like standing in my office. And I called my wife immediately. I'm like, who's in my office? She's like, there's no one. It's me and your daughter and the dog. It was like, and we're in the kitchen. Yeah. What are you saying? I'm like, there's check this out. Go look. And she went and checked it out. And like where this office is, there's no way to get like a reflection from the street. There's like no reason. So I can only assume that it's a ghost. Wow. Yeah. Have you you never had anyone break into your house? No. Because that is the scary part. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we had uh, two dudes break into this house. What? When we were in the other house, we had this house. We hadn't built the main house. We just had built this house. Uh And it was right around Christmas because Tom and I were doing a... um, Tom and I were doing a live show. It was still during the pandemic. We were yeah. doing a live show with Warren Sapp for the Super Bowl. Or no, we were doing a New Year's Eve show. Right. Maybe, maybe. Right. And you get an alert. There's someone in your... Well, first of all, the, our alarm went off. And then we get an alert. There's someone in your thing. And you're watching the guy trying to look for the... No. Look around. And, the, and yeah. And, it's, and then you can just go, all right, we call the cops. We're on our way. And then it speaks to them, I think. Jeez. And, uh, but fucking these two dickheads stole nothing. They got panicked. Uh-huh. They stole nothing. And then I made a promo out of it and we sold out our fucking <laughs> Yeah, we sold a ton of money. They made me so much fucking money, these two idiots. What is did you them? do for the promo? Yeah, this is them. Oh. Do you have, oh do you have audio on it? Here, put your put your headsets on. All right. This is them breaking into our house. Oh my God. They're just like Yeah. What's he doing? Oh, and he's holding up your poster. I just, you, I just turned it into a promo. Did they catch him? Uh, no, half a million views. The guys came over. Half a million views. We sold a ton of tickets. Those fucking oh idiots broke into my house, and then I fucking turned it into a promo. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah. If you have any, like, yeah, this you're the is, only one that would think to make that a what? promo. This is actually them walking into our fucking house. Jeez. Yeah. God. And then, yeah. Uh, I see. <laughs> yeah, and then I switched it to me. That's amazing. So they never yeah. caught him. No, actually, the police came over and they were like, uh, "They're like, we're not even going to try." And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "It's a pandemic. Unless it's a violent crime, we don't really care." And I was like, "What do you mean?" Jeez. And the, they were they were the cops were fans. I ended up taking pictures with them. They were like, "They're like, yeah, I mean, you're fine." And they're like, "I go, well, what do I do if they do it again?" And they're like, "Oh, just let them break in." what like they just let them break in you have nothing in there of value oh, like right yeah, yeah and they're yeah. like just let them break in don't ever don't come over here and try to stop it don't yeah but leanne and i would get in the car and we'd drive <sighs> over here every fucking time leanne you know what want to know what crazy leanne george's car got stolen right and leanne lojacked that bitch found out where it was drove to where it was what? 
found the car parked behind it and waited for the perps to come out while she called the cops and they drove out what leanne's a fucking gangster then (laughs) leanne then leanne because we have another set of keys leanne then just fucking gets in the car and drives it away leaves her car there gets to the car drives it away just fucking rolled and then leanne found a bunch of shit in there the two idiots who stole it left their stuff in there too and leanne's like i got them i know who they are i was like we're not fucking with them leanne jesus christ jeez was it far from your house uh yeah yeah, it was it was pretty far. Jeez, but they. I mean, what is she thinking? Leanne's a fucking. <laughs> she's fearless, and she. But but Leanne will also kill someone. Like, yeah. She like so we had a homeless guy. We had a homeless guy. Say that so matter of fact. She would kill someone. Like, that's the way she was raised. It's yeah. like you don't you kill them and then drag them into your house. <laughs> right. Like that's the way Leanne's brain works. It's like no, you shoot them outside, then you drag the body in, and then you clean up the blood that's dragging them in, and let them bleed in your house. That's how you do it. It's like Ozarks. Yeah, Leanne's a fucking redneck. She, uh, she, uh, she. One time we, we had a homeless guy trying to break into our into our uh, into our house when we were renovating over at the old house, and I had a I had a gun that was uh uh it was bear spray in it. Uh-huh. So it was it was like uh or not bear spray, but you know uh, like pepper spray. Pepper spray. And so I had the gun in my hand and the guy's trying to get over our little dog fence. Yeah. Priscilla, my old dog, who's 140 pounds, is losing her mind, and the guy has absolutely does not give a fuck. He's getting in to get our stove. He wants our stove. Uh-huh. It is dusk out. It is not even fucking he's high out of his mind. Oh god. And I come out and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Priscilla's losing her mind, uh-huh. going at him. He's like, Come on, get the fuck out of here. And then I was like, I was like, dude, no, this isn't happening. I pulled the gun out and I said, get the fuck over. And he looked at me and he goes, oh, please shoot me. Whoa. And I realized at that moment, I do not have what it takes to kill somebody. Whoa. And Leanne goes, why didn't you hose him down? I was like, what? She goes, ain't no bullet. It's just, it's just, just pepper spray. Hose the bitch down. Call the cops. And so I, but I did it. I, we, Georgia and I called the cops. Why do you think he didn't? Were you, did you feel bad for him when he said that? For him, yeah. Just that he was I'm a that? bleeding. I'm a bleed. I am a ultimately. I'm a bleeding heart liberal. Yeah, I am. That's who I am. Is well, I am such a human level. I mean, I can't help it. It's like I'd love to be. I'd love to have a strong stance against homeless people, but I understand it's mental illness. Yeah, and that and that. That, that, that there's a ton of them are vets yeah and that they fucking signed up to go fight for our country they came back to a country that didn't have any program set up for their ptsd yeah. you got great companies doing great work to try to help them but for the most part they can't get everyone yeah and so like my heart breaks i, I see the person in the homeless yeah. person brutal i don't see the homeless so much as i see the person so i couldn't hose them down the Leanne's pepper called- spray gun sounds kind of suspect because you pull that out and they pull out a real gun you know what i mean it's not the best it's by the way (laughs) i have every weapon you could ever want i have a taser gun (laughs) right i have uh you have a shotgun i have a shotgun yeah i have so i have a shotgun with buckshot in it uh buckshot's the one where you just gotta like you gotta like be in the neighborhood (laughs) yeah yeah it just gets everything (laughs) yeah and then and then they have buckshot and then they have uh uh, replace your your uh fucking wall shot whatever that is that shoots holes through things <laughs> oh right <laughs> and leanne when we got the gun leanne's like you put one buck shot in to scare him and then you the rest are kill shots and i was like <laughs> what she was like yeah kill shots i ain't i ain't gonna scare a guy twice i'll scare him one time but then i'm gonna kill him 
<laughs> Leanne has no problem. Not one problem. Jeez. If someone broke into our house, I don't think she'd ever regret it either. I think she'd right. go, well, that's what you get. <laughs> right. That's why her family, her family was like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is that why you gave her the bread immediately? Because you were afraid no, she might get uh, She knew you were coming over. And she was like, is he bringing bread? And I go, he's definitely bringing bread. <laughs> so so here, I got to talk to you about this. So I had a bread weekend this weekend. Ooh. I've been really into bread lately. Like really into bread. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Like I've been really into bread. In like good bread or any bread or? Well, so well we got, we had this guy come over and he brought his own loaves. Mm -hmm. And they were small, but I was like. There's something very, very different between that and white bread. Oh yeah, if there's the texture, the the taste is different. The, even the texture of the inside of the bread on your tongue tastes different. Yeah, and, yeah. And 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 the girls were here. Uh, George came down with all their friends. Yeah, they all stayed here, and so I was making breakfast sandwiches, and I got really into bread. So one day I wake up and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna make tortillas. Uh huh. Now I don't know, and this is what I want to talk to you about. I don't know <laughs> the science of bread. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand how bread works, how any dough works, uh -huh. is which is I want to talk to you. Okay. But one of the things, so I don't know how to, I don't know where you purchase lard at. Right. So I <laughs> simply use the bacon grease from the bacon that I was using. Yeah, that works. I put it into flour. It's probably delicious. I put a quarter of a cup into, into three cups of flour and then one cup of warm water. I don't know why it's warm. I'm guessing to help break down the the fat in the bacon right and help it spread around i'm guessing yeah three uh, a tablespoon and a half of salt uh-huh if i used kosher salt which i think might have been a mistake yeah and it's then rough. and then i kneaded the fuck out of it no yeast no yeast well uh -huh. you're gonna sample okay no yeast oh this is for the tortillas yeah got it these are the tortillas first and foremost i will say it is extremely <laughs> tough <laughs> to make a round tortilla it is very tough i'm not really certain how they do it i do not have one yeah. round tortilla they have little tortilla pans that are round so is that'll it? help you we can share that it's pretty tough to get through one piece by yourself it's like jerky <laughs> it's, it's very similar to jerky good flavor though is it yeah and so well because Definitely bacon flavor. <laughs> you really made jerky. <laughs> it's white bacon jerky. I made white carb jerky. It is jerky. It is. It's delicious, though. It's not bad. I like it. Very difficult to make a oh, burrito we... with. <laughs> no, yeah. pull very well. And they're so asymmetrical. You're going to try and roll it, and it's going to just break. Yeah. Yeah. You're Someone not... told me I need to make chips with it. Really? Like, I like you kind of stumbled on something with the bacon fat. Yeah, well, I have a whole fucking <laughs> I have a ton of it in there. I saved it. I like cleaned it. Like I I I've I've fed it through a, a thing so yeah. that I could get all the shit out of it. It's good. It's not bad. No, I like it, but it is tough. It's a little tough. So, but it probably wasn't that tough first day, was it? Very tough first day too. <laughs> it, was. it actually loosened up a little bit. So, so what is? <laughs> what what is the what is the breakdown of bread like what is like when you because it said you need to let it rest for an hour mm -hmm. and i did and it didn't move right <laughs> i mean yeah. i was expecting it to be like whoa but it was like <laughs> it was still hard as a fucking rock right um i'm assuming if it if it raises so the yeast is what makes it raise right 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 fucking yeah left yeast yeah. out 
Yeah, there's no yeast. Were you aiming to make tortillas? I was trying to make tortillas. You were trying to make tortillas. If yeah, I, so if they I wouldn't could have make, it. So like I was thinking, because I know you you derive joy out of sourdough. Yeah. And I want to derive joy out of shit. Yeah. Like so, Leanne fucking Leanne makes duh, biscuits. Um, so Le Georgia comes home. She has all her friends here. They all mm -hmm. go partying. They stay out until like four in the fucking morning. Right. It's 10 in the morning and Leanne's like, I'm going to make biscuits for the girls. It's so nice. And so she makes amazing fucking biscuits. That's amazing. And then Georgia comes down and she's like, oh, biscuits. And then I was like, I was like, I can make breakfast sandwiches. She's like, no, mom made biscuits. So I was like, fuck. Oh, you felt left out. So the next day I go, I go, hey, don't make fucking biscuits. I'm making breakfast sandwiches. And she's like, she's like, well, I'm going to make some biscuits just on the side in case they want them. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so the girls come down. Yeah, take my thunder. And so, but I made amazing breakfast sandwiches. Amazing. Uh, egg, bacon, mm. uh, no, egg, sausage, and avocado with a very little amount of cheese, which is, I think, how normal people eat. That's really... <laughs> I have cheese pouring off the sides. <laughs> I know. The cheese is really the thing. Oh, my God. Add arugula to it. And uh, that's, that. yeah, that's pretty good. Really? Yeah. Fresh arugula. Dijon mustard or ketchup? Uh, I'm Dijon mustard all day yeah, long. All so day good. long. You know, New Yorkers are ketchup and pepper. Yes. That's like a big that's New right. York thing. I know. It's too sweet. I, yeah, I'm not. Well, I had I it one like time it. down in Soho. I stayed at one of the hotels mm. in Soho that they put us at whenever we do stuff. Yeah. And uh, and there was a deli around the corner, and I said, I said, can I get a breakfast sandwich? And he, they were like, yeah. And he just made it for me, uh -huh. and he put ketchup and, and pep, black pepper on it, and I went, uh, yeah. And it was really fucking good. It is good, but, Dijon, but it's different. Dijon mustard on an egg sandwich. Oh, Dijon and the arugula is really pretty great. For real? Yeah. But flour, water, salt, and yeast are the only things you need in good bread. Really? Flour, water, salt, and yeast. So, and you're right. The kosher salt is a little too coarse. Yeah. Because what you're doing is when you're first mixing that together, at first it's uh, just the, the flour and the water. And the flour is soaking up all of the water. Mm -hmm. And it's becoming pliable. It's becoming stretchy. And then when you add in your yeast, or in my case, like a sourdough starter, the yeast is like this gloopy thing. But it's just yeast. That creates activity that creates this the airiness that's starting to make it rise and expand so so when you add a starter to it mm -hmm. your starter is the in fact the yeast right that's the yeast and the starter and that was natural yeast like that's how they that's and how that's bread started school. right they didn't you, have like store-bought yeast thousands of years ago but they were just they were eating like your tortillas there was always flat breads yeah flat things like that okay and then when somebody somehow realized that putting flour and water in a container, all of a sudden it would start to bubble. It became active. And what they didn't probably know at the time was that yeast that's flying around us went into that bowl and started munching on the flour and water mixture. Yeah. And it created this culture. It created this bacteria yeast culture. And so, so when they added that to the, their dough, all of a sudden... From your tortilla to a fluffy loaf. How great do you think fucking that first fluffy loaf was? It's never gone back. It's like the greatest invention. I mean, people talk about bread nonstop to this day. Yeah. Like the health of communities, whether they're prospering or not, is bread. Like this whole Ukraine thing of like the, the, a lot of the wheat comes from there. And people are freaking out that 
are we not going to be able to have wheat and the bread? It's like, it's, it's once they discovered it, there was no going back. It just made you, us better and happier. And are there, bread, are there bread guys that you go to? Like, I know there's a San mm -hmm. Francisco bread guy. I yeah. went to the one down by the wharf where they got the oldest starter in the, or the, like, I don't right. know, the, but like they go, this, is it called a mother or something? Yeah, like some people call it a mother. Some people yeah. call it a starter. And, and so Leanne had a, Leanne had a starter from Jerusalem. Oh yeah. From back in the day. Wow. And she got it from uh, one of our friends is Orthodox Jew and they brought over and they say, Hey, we want you to have, you, you might want this. It's, it's really good. We're, and does how do you add how do you add to your mother or your starter you got to keep feeding it so now in my refrigerator is a mason jar filled with i've got three of them and they're living things it's like having a pet it's like this living oh, bacteria so, cool. so when i've been like i've been on the road so much like up until now like i'm just kind of like i'm done for the year really i'm yeah. so jealous i have three weeks i have yeah like i went super hard up until the special and then four more weeks after that and it was just like oh that's i'm the done difference. hold on that's the difference yeah. <laughs> between a comic and a guy who does a special is a comic goes hard as fuck right. before their special and no one can ever rep their head. I, I don't even need to talk about that i want to talk very special <laughs> right. but wait so so you, what how do you how do you add to your so i was on the road so much so i would only come home. my wife literally texted me and said did you move out and not tell me you know because i was just gone so much yeah and i would come in I would only be there for a day and it was kiss my wife and kids, say hello to the animals and feed my starter because I had to keep it alive. Yeah. You can only live for about a week and a half without my care. What do you, and what do you just put water on it? So you, you take it out and uh, you put it on the scale and you add the equal amount of flour and water to the mixture and you're basically feeding it. And all the bacteria in there is like, oh, finally, because if it doesn't have anything to eat, it starts eating itself and then turns into alcohol and then it dies. Hold on. <laughs> yeah is this how we get alcohol this is how we got yeah this is fermentation this is how we get it using different things using um barley or using grapes for wine this is it, like ruby it turns ridge. into this hooch. is like ruby ridge to me <laughs> i remember hearing about this but i didn't follow it and now you're saying it to me and i'm like so wait so yeah because like if you leave it it turns into alcohol it turns into hooch they would call that hooch there'll be a layer of alcohol on top of the like when you're if you've neglected it for long enough it's gonna have this thing of alcohol on top and you would yeah you would get drunk off of it so how so have you ever have you given people your starter like, i have and like what and just been like here's what do you give them a little bit and then give them a little bit build. and then they just feed it and then it just grows and then it's up to them to keep it alive wow yeah. so like making your bread that i brought you today i yesterday yesterday morning oh my god i ate another one of your breads someone came over someone came over and they were just on your podcast and they're like they're like hey uh, tom Papa <laughs> gave me this so we could have it on your podcast and i was like fuck yeah and i opened it up and then they got up to leave and it was on the table and i was just like i was like it's good seeing you thank you so much <laughs> dude it was a great it's it's so fucking good it is really good the flavor is really rich from that sourdough star you can manipulate how much that. better are you today at bread than you were when you started I'm a lot better at it, a lot better. Um, your bread, the one I gave you, was a little flat because I had to kind of rush it. From, yeah. We were away for the weekend with my parents and stuff, and so I had only had a day. I would like to have extended a little more. And so wait, get, what's the process of making your so bread? So the structure of it, for the bread to come out really good, instead of kneading the hell out of it, this is no-knead bread where you stretch and fold. What you're doing 
you're stretching the dough and folding it on itself. And each time you're doing that, you're taking those gluten strands and stretching them out and then putting them back on, on each other. Like within that, that's gluten. That's the structure. Yeah. And the more you manipulate it, if you were to just knead it, you're just, you're just getting that stronger and stronger. The gluten strands are resisting and then you let it rest. And it just like forms like this little like architecture. And then you knead it again and it becomes even more firm. And that's where you get the like really good like, uh, like the shape holes, to it. holes inside it and stuff that's caused by water that's caused by water really yeah the more water the more hydration you have the more air pockets you'll have that's what the holes are air pockets oh wow. but like when you say like are you better at it i am but the, i think the reason i really love doing it there's a lot of reasons you know feeding my friends all that kind of stuff what's the coolest thing it's the coolest thing you can do it's really like, i had a friend yeah. try to try to whittle me my mm -hmm. buddy's like i'm gonna take up a I'm gonna take up a, a hobby uh, for your birthday. I'm gonna whittle you a bear, and I got this. <laughs> do you see this, Halston? Do you know who did this? Peter. You want to know the best part? He started. He started with this. He started with this bear, and he started cramping because it was too small. And he's like, "Flip it over," as opposed to turning it and starting with a clean one he just put a bear underneath he didn't even it whittle. he just drew a picture of a bear on and, it and he dug out a little bit of holes. <laughs> yeah that's not going to be that satisfying so, but it's a lot like comedy bert like as good as you are at comedy mm -hmm. you've been doing it for a really long time there's still a humbling part to this because you could be off it could not be that great you yeah. could have a night that's just kind of funky or you try something new and it's you get knocked on your ass and that never goes away, regardless of how long or how great a comedian you are. Yeah. Same thing with the bread. It's like the bread I gave you today, it's going to taste great. It'll be even better tomorrow morning. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll wait till tomorrow morning. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. I got to fucking fly tomorrow morning. Oh, you do? Oh, my I'll God. Get a slice, how great, how great would it be? A piece of toast. Mm -hmm. Oh, lots of butter, a little bit of salt. And then out the door, then to the car. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tomorrow. But it's humbling. And it's like, it, it's very much like stand up. It's like, that's kind of a cool thing, like that you it's can very cool. get knocked on your ass. That keeps you working towards it and trying. You, can, you never really, really perfect it. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks has put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide plus use the code bert at checkout and get an additional 40 dollars off your order holy cow i thought i read that wrong 50 percent off omaha steaks has everything you need to give a gift that's simply perfect send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites like the delicious butcher's cut filet mignon air chilled boneless chicken ultra juicy burgers and even easy to prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash don't wait order today and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code BERT at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. It's the same gift my grandma used to give me when I lived in New York, and I loved it. A gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing that you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use the promo code BERT at checkout to get an extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. We're coming up on the holidays, the happiest season, right? Well, let's be real. With the holiday travel, the stressing over family recipes, the 
politics that is brought up at the dinner table, getting the right gift for everyone on your list is one thing you do not need to worry about. In the spirit of giving, I'm giving you my go-to gift idea. Premium audio products from Raycon. Their wireless earbuds, headphones, and speakers offer premium sound using features almost custom, comfortable fit, and up to 54 hours of battery life. Anyone you gift them will use them right away. They Whether they're using the speaker to start playing at a party in a living room or escape the party and completely use the earbuds for some much-needed Zen meditation. As a per- person gifting them, you got to love that they're starting at half the price of the other premium audio brands. I'm telling you right now, I have the, the wireless earbuds. I keep them on my treadmill. I have them by my bed. I have them in my bunk. I have, and because at half the price, I can afford to get more pairs. And so I keep them everywhere and they last forever. And they're so comfortable, you can fall asleep with them in your ear and you don't even feel them. They literally, I'm going snowboarding next weekend in Alaska. That is what I take with me because all the other ones hurt. These slide in so quickly, so so seamlessly, you can't feel them when you have a helmet on. Next month, Raycon will have a countdown to Christmas with a new pop-up flash deal that you can take advantage of every single day. You can find Raycons in stores like Kohl's or Walmart, but let me tell you right now, you're always going to get the best deal at buyraycon.com slash BurtCast. The Raycon website offers also free shipping, free returns, and buy now, pay later options. That's great. Plus 30-day happiness guaranteed. And for the next month, Raycon will have a countdown to Christmas with a new pop-up flash deal for you to take advantage of every single day. And from 1213 to 1220, you get free express shipping on orders over $85 when you use the code HOLIDAY. And by the way, you're going to get that. You're going to reach $85 mark with just two pairs of everyday earbuds. Right now, go to buyraycon.com slash BurtCast. Get 15% off site-wide with code HOLIDAY plus free shipping. That's code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com slash BurtCast for 15% off your Raycon purchase. Buyraycon.com slash BurtCast. Is there is there a reason you picked sourdough as opposed to just like no? What types of breads are there? Are there lots of t- <laughs> there's there, lots of types of bread? Like I would like I would but, love to be able to make croissants. Yeah, so would I. Is that really hard? It is hard because that's layering. You've got to like you got to um, uh, you've got to create these different layers: butter and dough, butter and dough. What are they called? Not sheets. Um, up. Oh, with a P. Is baguettes like open mic bread? No. Baguettes are tough. For real? Yeah. They're really difficult. In a regular oven, they're really tough because you need a lot of steam and you need to be really good at shaping and then keeping that shape. Baguettes are no joke. To really do a good baguette. Tortillas are probably like open mic. Tortillas? <laughs> no, I'm telling you. This is this is what I, how I tell whether you, because I cook a lot also. Yeah. They could say shit. They could, oh, that's so good, Bert. Yeah. Thank you for making this. But then you watch. Did they eat it all? If they couldn't stop eating it, you know you made something good. I couldn't stop eating it's, your your bacon tortilla. Jerky. My daughter wasn't a huge fan. It's good. Thank you. Thank you. So so then, okay. So like making a loaf of bread, pretty basic. So like sourdough is listed as its own thing because yeah. you have that sourdough thing. Uh, and it will create that taste. But you can make all of those breads. They all c- call for yeast. You could use a sourdough starter in all of those breads, and it would still be technically a sourdough. But you're using, you can use other kinds of yeast 
and you're not manipulating the flavor of it. Like what I'm really bread. into is that pumpernickel. Like that's my yeah. next thing that I really want to get into. Like those German dark, yeah, heavy breads. How, so what do you what's so what do you do? With you those? need rye. It's their their heavy rye. Look, see, made with uh, ground rye and fermented with sourdough starter. Slightly sweeter than rye bread. Ooh, I wouldn't mind getting into pumpernickels. <laughs> right? Get I, into... I kind of want a pumpernickel now. I know. And you put a little cream cheese on it. Mm. I, I want to, I literally, like, during the pandemic, was just sit on my iPad and look at, like, German bakeries and, and like, uh, and bakeries in Copenhagen, because they make all of those kind of breads. And I, I really, you know, some people, like, travel, like, for wine. Yeah. I want to travel for bread. No. I, I, okay. So, like. One of my favorite breads I've ever had Ooh, look at that. is Vietnamese bread in Vietnam. Uh-huh. In Vietnam, it's very crispy, uh, light, crispy, uh, but very light. Like they make these egg sandwiches in Vietnam that is the it's the best egg sandwich I've ever had in my life. Really? I was in I can I can tell you exactly where I was in Vietnam. If you're <laughs> traveling to Vietnam, yeah. it's on Ha Long Bay. It is, I'll tell you the exact address because I saved it. It was that good of a fucking wow. piece of bread. Is their egg sandwich have different things on it? So, Tom, they make it in in like a hot dog vending cart. So, uh, like you know, like a hot dog or like what they so sell. Like what steamed? they? No, 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 no. Oh. I mean, it's so unsanitary. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's sketchy as fuck. They're sketchy as fuck. Yeah. So no no refrigeration. <clears throat> it looks like the stuff they sell fruit in, uh-huh. like on the side. Uh huh. So. Uh, the lady cuts it. See if you can type in egg sandwich Vietnam. Um, they it, the the bread is um like foot looks like a football. Yeah. And so they cut it open, but they leave it's like a pocket. And then she f- goes under her thing and she gets two eggs out of just the bottom mm-hmm. and then puts them on a sterno in in not a pan, in like a in like a gla- in like a bowl. Right. Like a bowl, not a pan, a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then cooks the two eggs in there yeah. over easy. Uh-huh. Like just and it takes works. a bowl, has a glove on her hand, flips them in the bowl. <laughs> yeah. And then slides them into the bread. So you have two eggs slide into the bread, little hot sauce, and then shaved uh, pork, like Ooh. shaved dried pork. Oh, man. And sprinkles it in. Salty. And she gave me one, and I was like, there's no way this is going to be good. Well, because the bread is so airy and light yeah that when the egg breaks it falls apart inside the bread and the bread soaks it up immediately so you're having it's not that's amazing it looks it looks more like yeah it's you're gonna get similar to what you no no it's it's, uh that looks like a hero more like the earlier ones did you what did you type in it looks like more like that top hit click that one it looks more like that like that kind of bread right Almost like a hot dog it's roll. So fucking good that that I went. My mouth's watering. <laughs> I know mine too. My mouth's watering. <laughs> I have. I'm going to tell you the address I got it at, and then I went and got more of them. You did. I went and got. So I had one, and I was walking back to the boat. We were about to catch a one of those bo- quick boats down Halong Bay. Uh huh. And I went back and I said, "How many eggs do you have in here?" And she, I had TT our translator with us. And he's like, she has like uh, 15 eggs. I said, I'll take them all. <laughs> she went, what? I said, make all of them. I'll make them all. I'll be back. Just make them all. And then put them in a bag. I'll take them. <laughs> and so she was like, I'm done for the day. Yeah. And so she made all the sandwiches. Amazing. And then I brought them over to the crew. And I I literally was like, this is before Instagram was really big. Uh-huh. I would have filmed it. Yeah. And I was like, just try it. 
and I would watch everyone go, I'm actually not hungry. And you go, well, just take a bite. And they'd be like, I don't like egg sandwiches. I go, just take a bite. <laughs> and everyone would be like, oh yeah, my God, that's the best egg sandwich I've ever had in my life. And it, she would put just enough hot sauce. Yeah, that's you know, the key about I, my, so The cute. problem when you have a personality like mine is everything has to be in excess. It's the only way I think I'll enjoy it. Yeah. But then sometimes a little bit of hot sauce yeah. goes so much further than, I can't breathe, I'm sweating, and I feel like I'm going to shit my pants. Do you do the thing where you start to eat something that you like and you just start panicking? Like, you haven't even taken a bite and you you are already panicking that it's not going to be enough. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, you're like, we had sushi last night and it was like... I've never once ordered food and looked around and goes, this looks like the right amount. <laughs> I know, exactly. I know. I only stop because it's socially unacceptable. Yeah. Like, if like there's no getting full. Oh, I'm it's, never fucking full. I'm sick to my stomach. Yeah. It's really just because I'm starting to get looks from other people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finding the fucking exact address yeah. of the place. That is an obsessive thing. I have a friend who, um, Sam Sifton from the New York Times, he was, during the pandemic, he missed coming into the office so much, he started trying to perfect the egg sandwich that he would get every day on his way to the office and he realized he had to wrap it in the paper and let it sit for a minute. Oh. Right? That's such a key element. Yeah. Just to have that you he had all of the ingredients so like why isn't this still the same experience? And he couldn't figure was this just because I'm missing going into the office the physical part of it and then he wrapped it in that paper and uh Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. We were on a river. We were on a river. In, here's where I were. It was in Haifang, uh -huh. Min, Minkai. I can tell you the exact fucking I'm going to go address. there on my way home. The, it was such, <laughs> I, I mean, <clears throat> I get, I tell you what, I, 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 I could, I, I, I could get into that, but I get out of it. You know what we did? You uh -huh. know what we got? You know what we got, which is really great, is a pasta maker. Oh yeah, they're really that. simple. You put the egg, you put the flour in, you right. turn it on, and it pushes it out. And yeah, you can actually taste the difference. I made pasta on something's burning once. Oh yeah, and that, and you had to roll it. Right, that was fun as shit. And yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I had an Italian on at that episode, <laughs> and he fucking was like, "I've never had food this good." Oh, good. Yeah, nice. Um, when you made the uh, egg sandwiches the other day, and your wife was doing side biscuits. Yeah. Did she steal your thunder or were the kids into the side biscuits? So uh, I, I stole everyone's thunder. I, <laughs> I, I really took my time on these sandwiches. I, you were, I, I murdered it. I murdered <laughs> nice. it. And then I brought out presentation-wise. I brought them out on a big tray. Nice. I made four. Uh -huh. and, and that was like my key because I wanted them to fight over them. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And right. then my dad got one. Nice. My, but when I cut them all in half. Right. And so all the girls had it. My, my Georgia's friend, Daisy... Who's, she's been on i think leanne's podcast maybe she, i think she's been on mine with whitney uh -huh. and she does she's a, a pa for us when we do fully loaded right she genuinely appreciates food like uh -huh. she she's a fucking skinny kid but she eats like a wolf <laughs> and she fucked this sandwich up i mean you put food in front of this kid and she she's gonna be fat one day it's gotta happen because she eats like a lunatic like a fucking uh, lunatic my go-to with the uh with to get the kids on your side is uh when i have sourdough starter left like i made your bread and now i have 
a little left, like yeah. a cup's worth, like two cups worth left. You put that into a bowl the night before with uh, buttermilk and flour. And that's you're starting that get, oh, it's kind of its own mother. And then you make sourdough waffles with it in the morning. That's Daisy to the left. That's Georgia to the right. Okay. And there's Leanne <laughs> as you hold the short one. Yeah. The um, So wait. Have you ever seen them make um, uh, English muffins? Yeah, and they it's you fry it right. Yeah, I've never tried it. I've never tried. It. I mean, this I I could I, I I I watch a lot of videos on like it's it's like hey guys today we're making mojo pork and right. I, and the production's horrible. <laughs> yeah, but I watched the fucking whole thing. I know. Yeah, it's a little porny. But there's like there's there's definitely that thing. Yeah, that's English muffins. Yeah, those look. I I almost I almost gave up on my. Uh, <laughs> I, you have to sear them and then you bake them. Yeah, look, he's got the kernels. He's got the little uh, nooks and crannies. Something, but you know, me. there's certain things. Don't you think there's certain things like you say, like with the croissant? It's so much work to make like a croissant. I can make it really well. There's certain things in the world I'm just gonna buy. Can, yeah, you know, you know, it's so <laughs> funny. I I bought. Uh, I bought tortillas. Uh-huh. They're perfectly round. They're stretchy as fuck. <laughs> like they don't fall apart. And they're fucking. I'm sure they're way less calories than this. Yeah. And it's like I was like, yeah. Why would I fucking? Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> right? Why am I making this? Yeah. <laughs> There's people what, out there spending their whole lives. Yeah. But <laughs> Subway has perfected the fucking baguette. <laughs> right. I mean that Subway bread. I remember the first time I went to Subway. The yeah. first time, and I was like, oh, this smells great. That's by the way. Someone just said to me, "One of the best smells you can smell," and I and I I think it was Shane Gillis. No, I think it was Shane Torres, and he was he was like, "Someone making bread, right? It's the greatest smell in the world." Yeah, and that's yeah, that's that's another part of why I'm in like filling my house with that. What's so like, cool? It's so it's such a cool thing. Like it really is. Yeah. No, it really is. I mean, look, I wasn't looking. I just a friend told me how to do it. It sounded weird. And like the sourdough starter, I never knew what a starter was. Yeah. I was telling my family, my <clears throat> daughter got one started for me for Christmas. Really? Off of that story. And then I just did it. I wasn't looking to get into this, you know? And then it just was so satisfying and it made everyone so happy. It feels good to give someone something and watch them go, yeah. well, that's, that's actually really good. You're yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. It's nice. You know, it really is. And like now, like when I tour and stuff, it's like people bring me bread backstage and stuff. I had a flight attendant on American Airlines come up after the flight. And he was like, how was the bread? <laughs> ah, that's fucking great. Yeah. It's I made, I made bone broth the other day. You did? Yeah. So I, so we've been turkey? Drink, uh, no, I didn't make turkey broth also. Uh-huh. I made bone broth. We were in, uh, we were, we had, uh, a fantastic chef, Bert Bachman. He's got a restaurant called Slab. Uh-huh. We had him come over and he did a, a dinner for us. It was a birthday gift that one of my, my that my management company had given me. Oh, nice! So he brought over these amazing tomahawks, these oh, wagyu A five wagyu from Snake River. Oh my like god! Like just fucking. And he brought a ton, and there were so Jeez. many leftovers. And he gave us all the bones. Like he left the bones. He's like, "There's still meat on the bones." So that night, I'm drunk. I go in. <laughs> And I just load all the bones in a bowl uh-huh. and in a pot, big pot, and I start cooking the bones. And I throw an onion in, I throw a carrot in, I throw two cloves of garlic, two whole heads of Jeez. garlic. 
Did you know what you were doing? Or did you just... not know, know what I was doing at all. <laughs> at all. I just... I cook, at all. And so little that I cook it all. It gets mushy as fuck. I throw two bay leaves in. Uh-huh. It gets mushy as fuck. I take out the bones. And then, uh, and then I just mash up everything. <laughs> like mash it up thinking. Yeah. I think it was going to emulsify and get thick. Yeah. It did not. Uh-huh. I then had to strain it. And then I was like, well, I'm going to see how my bone broth takes. Because so we've been drinking bone broth on the road for health reasons. Right. My bone broth was amazing. It was? It was so fucking good. Really? And it was like, I mean, everyone, I gave some to the girls. And they're like, whoa, I did not expect that. Wow. And then Does I it made, make you stronger on the road? No, it's supposed to. Boost your immunity? No. Well, can you see the benefits help of you bone poop? broth? No. It's mock your, it's trick your clear your pimples. brain into thinking that you ate, I guess. Oh, so you don't eat as much. So you have a bone broth in the morning. I mean, a trainer makes it with um, uh, farm-fed butter. butter. Uh, Good for digestion and gut health. Maybe anti-aging. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why I do it. <laughs> I made, I made. Gut health? I made uh, turkey broth also the next day. You did. And I have six jars of that. Jeez. We Everyone drank the bone. My bone broth went the next morning. The next morning it was done. Everyone had a cup of bone broth. Wow. Here's the key to bone broth. Take it. I know that everyone says, let the fat emulsify into it. I'm not into that. I want to live forever. <laughs> so I take, I put it in the fridge and let the fat get on top and then I tear it off. Oh, smart. So you get a little fat, but not the fucking mother load of fat. You want to live forever? Yep. Yeah. Me That's too. all I want. Me too. What do you do? Are you, are you lifting weights? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. That's the Rogan mentality. I know. I know. I always feel like it's so funny. You get around Joe and you're like, I've been doing push-ups. <laughs> it's like he makes you want to talk about it, but then as soon as you do, you feel so stupid. Well, we did we did 100 push-ups a day for Sober October. Yeah. And I will tell you this. Number one, uh, I definitely, well, if I can do push-ups more. Hard. I can do more push-ups than I've ever been able to do. But more importantly, it, I, I notice well, I, know, I think you notice the difference in my special because my shoulders look a little better at certain angles. Uh-huh. Um, my chest doesn't look like it's falling apart. Like it, right. there was a period where my chest just looked like it was falling apart. Yeah, and so that is one of the things I don't want to have. Like a, I don't want to have like a, like I call it like a beach bar bouncer tits. Yeah, like I, I want to have just. I just don't want to look. I just want to look okay. God, that's such another level because you're literally, like, I mean, you're you're showing it all. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's got it's like yeah, man, that's a whole nother level. Well you don't like I could cover up. I could throw a t shirt on and a blazer and I put I took a picture. They're like, Wow, you look good, you look skinny. I'm like, that's a good blazer. I wore I, <laughs> I, I was I was taking pictures with Troy Comrade about um just uh, like before the show. Yeah. This is I was I'm in pretty good shape, but this is me in a shirt. I look like a normal yeah. fucking person. Yeah, with a nice down angle. You yeah, look like, I look like a normal fucking person. Like a stud. And then the shirt comes off and well, it's everybody, just. Well, everybody, yeah, that's, I mean, there's no, yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Here's, I mean, I don't care, but like, but but here's the thing with push-ups. Is my shoulders are sore just because I think I'm getting older. And it's like, mm-hmm. so I have, in order to do my hundred, I st- I'm still doing. Still doing it? I'm still doing a hundred, uh, not every day, but like some days, like today I did, uh, I did 40. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to call it at 40 because I ended up doing yeah. a bigger workout around it. Oh, okay. And yesterday I did bench press. So I didn't do, I did 175, 10 times, wow. five times. Nice. And so, so, um, but I'm trying to stay in shape, but the 100 push ups was challenging. Then last, this month, I added 100 squats to it. Right. And 
that started fucking my hips up immediately. Yeah, I know that's the thing that joins in the yeah. yeah. What about burpees? So, so this December, we are doing uh, five push-ups. What is it? Five push-ups, five squats, five burpees every uh-huh. day. And every day you add another five. Oh. R- right? P- Peter, what is it? Peter? Hey, what are we doing with burpees and, and squats and push-ups this month? First day doing fifteen and then adding 15. fifteen. I thought it was five. Oh, adding fifteen. I didn't. No, it's it's not fifteen. It can't be fifteen. We'll be doing a fucking three thousand. Yeah, it's five. It is five. At the end, last the last day, we're gonna do one hundred fifty pushups, one hundred fifty burpees, and one hundred fifty squats. One hundred fifty burpees. You might not survive that. Was well, that right? That can't be right. That's so many burpees. How the fuck are we doing one hundred fifty burpees? Someone's not in control here. I'm not in control. <laughs> this can't be right. It's by the way. Yeah. Burpees will kill you. We're doing Mexican burpees, too. Wait. Edit that out. We're doing prison burpees, too. <laughs> Keep it in. I don't give a fuck. So I, the, the prison burpees, well, now I edit the prison part. Edit one of the two out, because it just sounds off. It, it, it depends on but who, like, who you know. Well, I've only seen Mexican dudes do them, but I know they do them, and they're, they're covered in tattoos. So I feel like what they do is they smack their stomach here. Uh-huh. So you do a burpee. Type in. Right. Instead of clapping over your head, you punch yourself. Oh, that's what it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So do burpees like. A, they, type are, in Mexican burpees. Oh, my God. Right. It's a thing. Oh, my God. It says bur- prison burpees. Oh, yeah. Prison that's style. so fucking funny. Okay. So leave it all in. Leave it all in. <laughs> prison style burpees. So prison oh. style burpees, you punch your stomach. Yeah, they hurt. I don't know why you punch your stomach. What about cardio? You don't do any cardio? No, I ran three miles today. Oh, you did? Three yeah. miles? Yeah. I, I run every day. You do? So this is. And so, jeez, that's a regular scoot at Bobby Maximus. Oh, it's Bobby Maximus. It can't be his real name. Oh, sure it is. <laughs> it can't be his real name. So oh, yeah, yeah so you, you can't do you can't do a burpee in prison. A burpee. You look so shower showerable. Yeah, once you're jumping up at the end and clapping over your head, you're yeah. asking for trouble. Yeah. So that's the start. Go to print. What are sprint to the other side of the room? Get me out of this. What is this guy doing? What's wrong with you, Maximus? Hey, yeah, that, that one. one. The guy that covered guy, in tattoos. He looks like he's in jail. Yeah. Oh, this is a SoCal guy. Yeah. Big boy. Oh my god. Oh, geez, eating. Oh my god. Oh my god. This guy's agile as fuck and in great shape. I wa- I think I follow him on Instagram. I don't want you ever to look like that. Though. So this is uh, prison style burpees. So just scoot forward. So they go like, yeah. See him hit him stomach, and then go up, and then go. Oh yeah, they, they punch themselves in the stomach, and you you just pose at the end. Boom, boom. Yeah, and then you you and then you look around like, yeah, that's right, yeah, I yeah, did what's it. Up, motherfuckers. Yeah, there's no jumping. I don't know why you punch yourself in the stomach because you want because that's badass. That You're like, badass. yeah, I punch myself. You want to mess with this? And he does the burpee, and then he's back up, and he's just looking at everybody. Look at the front of his shoes. <laughs> That guy's—he's very agile. He is. He's doing these in cons. Yeah, he's agile. And yeah, he's what's this one? Gigantic. Is this him going faster? Oh, fuck do you think there's a, Bert? Do you think there's anything to the punching yourself, or is that just a style thing? I think it's just so you look tough. Yeah, because so Chet Hanks was the first guy. Chase Hanks. Hayes Hanks. What's his name? Chet. Tom Hanks' son. Yeah, yeah. Chet. Chet, Chet Hanks. Why did I think Chase Hanks? 
Chet Hanks was the first person I saw do these. And he, by the way, Chet Hanks is fucking yoked right now. Really? Really yoked. Um, but Chet Hanks was the first person I saw do these. And he was doing a hundred a day. Mm-hmm. And he was getting an okay shape. That's that's hundred a day. That's him. That's him young. Right. Type in today. Today he's fucking jacked. Jeez. That's him now? Uh I don't know. You gotta go to his Insta. That might be him. I mean, just he's jacked right now. It's a little bit of a interesting guy. Yeah, he looks interesting. He Do looks you know anything about him? No, nothing. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> he is by far the most interesting Hanks. Oh, really? And that's saying a lot, considering Rita's his mom. Right. And and uh, Tom's and Tom's his dad, and his brother's Colin. Right. He is by far the most fascinating Hanks. Why? What does he do? He's a rapper. Oh, okay. He speaks in patois. Uh huh. He was the first guy to coin the phrase "white boy summer" during the <laughs> Black Lives Matter summer. Oh no. <laughs> he is, but like oh, in a no. weird way, he survived all of it. Oh yeah. Like yeah, he like he kind of kind of. Well, I like him. Like, right. I, and you're not supposed to like him, I guess, but I fucking love him. I think he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I get a kick out of Chet Hanks a lot. Like, like he does, like, pull up to him talking in Patois. He was on the red carpet with his dad. Uh-huh. And like, so tell me what you think about your dad's movie. And he's like, booyaka, booyaka, boom, clot, daddy, gonna be, we're putting up big, big numbers. Dad, boy, boy, boy. There, this is him in, you gotta put the headsets on. But it's, but by the way, I love this. I love this energy. If my daughters were half this fucking interesting, <laughs> I'd have a great career. That's not going to be. Tom Hanks. I bet that's just, this is just him. He's motherfucker. I can't even read. He's got to <coughs> just get him talking in patois. <laughs> Here we go. Does he- big, up, big up the whole island, massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes. You are saying. Me, me father Tom Hanks by saying in a what soon forward come. Big up, tune in. <laughs> Dear Chat, I want to say this. If you could do a celebrity sleepaway camp so we can send our kids to you and then you can straighten them out. I'm so tired of my daughters not enjoying that I am on fucking Netflix. They, that they fucking, they have no interest in sharing in my celebrity. But you seem to be fucking loving it. Yeah. So take my daughters. We're going to start with Georgia. And I just want, if I, boom, clock. So he gets along with his dad? His dad loves him. That's great. It's his dad. That's great. It's his dad. You're going to always love your kid. He's not on drugs. He's sober. He doesn't do fucking. I mean, look, there's some kids out there, some celebrity kids that are fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He's just an interesting fucking dude. He just comes in his own little package. Yeah. And he's like. Does he make stuff? Oh, no, I don't think so. He makes music. (laughs) He makes music? He makes music. Mm Mm-hmm. He's just fucking, and I love he's tatted up, but he's yeah. like, he, he, I watched thing. him. He got into a fight with his girlfriend. His girlfriend assaulted herself and then tried to blame it on him no. with cameras around. Yeah, and he was no. bleeding. He was bleeding, and you're like, and then and that's when that's when you fall Jeez. in love with Chet Hanks because you go, because you because you, I, I hope this comes out right. I hope Chet's watching this, and I hope he understands <laughs> that I'm a fan. Right, but you see the. The sincerity in his character mm-hmm. throughout all of this is that right. he's his dad is the most famous fucking actor in the world. Yeah. 
I, I used to have a joke about, I go, do you think Tom Hanks, like I remember having to listen to the girls talk about uh, softball practice and I had just performed <laughs> in my first arena. Uh -huh. And I was like, I was like, are we going to address the fact that like, I don't give a fuck about softball. I was, I was in an arena last night and they're like, and Leanne's like, Hey, George got a base hit. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about a base hit. And I was like, and I used to say, do you think like it was hard for Tom Hanks? And he was like, I, I lost 70 pounds. The fuck are we talking about waffles for? I'm on a dime. I have a movie coming out. Let's fucking focus on daddy. You want to go to my Oscar room? Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's how the sausage is made is that's what happens. Yeah. When you, what we got, right. We got the best parts of Tom Hanks. Right. I mean, we did. Tom Hanks is like my dad. Yeah. We, I saw him in Bosom Buddies. <laughs> right. Exactly. I saw him. I mean, all the, think of yeah. all the great Tom, pull up Tom Hanks movies. Gump. Apollo. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Apollo 13. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. He, <laughs> he made AIDS accessible. Green Mile. Oh. Uh, Green Mile. What's the one uh, where he's... Uh, Sully. Redemption Road or the one where he's the Jeez. fucking gangster. He's gotten, he's gotten so... Castaway. Come on. Castaway. Castaway. Woody and Toy Story. Amazing. Woody, of course. Uh... uh there's no crime in baseball big. Oh, yeah. I mean, we got all of that, right? Da Vinci right? Code. Road to Perdition, he's really good in that. He's our Mother Teresa. Yeah. Her Mother best. Teresa was a little bit of a cunt, okay? <laughs> and that's what I heard. My, my cousin met her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a little bit. I mean, look, she's what? running a business. You know, the fucking lady was in Calcutta. You think she wanted to be in Calcutta? Probably not. She'll be on a fucking beach in Maui having Mai Tais. But she's in Calcutta <laughs> with the lepers. And you know, and that's her gig. That's yeah, her thing. Yeah. So every now and then she'd be prickly, I hear. Uh huh. Of course. But uh Saving Private Ryan. <clears throat> oh my Saving god. Saving Private Ryan. Splash. Oh my. Come Splash. on. Splash. The coolest. Nothing in common with Jackie Gleason. Just nonstop. Uh Dragnet. Sleep us in Seattle. Turner and Hooch. Punchline. The Come punch on, comedians. Line. Turner and Hooch. He is amazing. He's amazing. I know. So like he, so like, so here's the thing is right. Yeah. So so you're his dad. Well, the world's greatest I mean, surgeon. The world's greatest surgeon is saving lives every fucking day. Right. If he's a little short with his children when he gets home, then let's cut him that slack. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not saying Tom. But, Hanks, I'm not saying Tom Hanks was a bad dad. Yeah. But there were times, big chunks of his life where he wasn't around. Of course. That he just had. But he, he gave, had to go live he, someplace. Chet gave that to us. He right. allowed us to have that. Right. He was like, he was like, hey man. You guys, let's share my dad. Right. But just so you know, I'm going to speak in Patois on the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, I'm going to be tatted up with stuff you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is an, that's another good reason of the, uh, of the time that we grew up in. Big. You know, we got to go on the Tom Hanks ride. It's like being a Yankee fan and having Jeter go through you got to have jeter okay like that's a special time okay it could you argue that's a great fucking point we got hanks did did we live did we get the greatest movie stars of all time well let's talk about let's talk about my daughter's generation so the, who are the big movie stars right now Ava, timothy chalamet timothy chalamet uh boys of sparkle uh um um uh what's his face uh Harry Styles, is he a, he does he's it right. He's becoming a movie star now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they got like they their movie stars aren't like ours. We got Brad Pitt, 
Tom Hanks. I mean, Jack Pitt's Nicholson. Ooh. Al Pacino. Robert De Niro. Robert Tom De Niro. Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Who Matt are Damon. Me? Denzel Washington. Oscar Isaac? Who's Oscar Isaac? I know. Him. Denzel Washington. Come on. Tom Hardy's fucking awesome. Oscar Meryl Isaac. Meryl Streep. Come on. Dude. Okay. The greatest of the greats. So is there a website that compares? Don't go to Oscar Isaac. I think I know who he is. <laughs> he slept with my cousin's girlfriend. Um, the... I mean, what generation? We got now, the best generation of movie stars. Yeah, that is pretty great. I mean, because well, like well, if you go if you go before us, and you get the you get the Jimmy Stewarts, but that's, Betty gotta, Davis, John Wayne's. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but then you know the difference. Gregory is, Peck. Oh wow. You know that that generation was George C. Scott. Hundred greatest movie stars ever, ever. Charlie Chaplin. Mm -hmm. And then here's the thing. Okay, you ready? This is, I know that. Catherine Hepburn. I don't mean to sound like Wokey McWoke over here, but the women of our generation got fucked. Think of how many great, beautiful, starring women mm -hmm. just did like a, a role or two and yeah. then got phased out because they were women and Hollywood was just tearing through them. Yeah. Because this generation of women have more of a voice. So there will be bigger female movie stars starting three years ago, fucking whatever, four years ago. It's an interesting point because like when you go, when you do like Betty Davis and Catherine Hepburn, I mean, there's not a like the huge number, but those... The, they went deep into a career. You know what I mean? They went for a long time. Yeah. It, you're right. It's like during our time, it was like they kind of. I mean, they're if all you were men. if you were close to forty, they were done with you. These are all men. They're all men. They're Marilyn Monroe. They're, but look at that. I mean, that level of like Johnny Robert Depp. Mitchum, Robert Mitchum, Burt Lancaster, Kirk Douglas, William Holden. Those guys. That was a whole different level. Peter we didn't, Sellers. We didn't even mentioned Clint Eastwood. Like there was a there, there was Wells. a level of actors that came out of the war, out of that second like. Those guys were Steve McQueen, like a different level of masculine leading men. All right. Put put an oh, like a lady it's hard born to say. around Brando. 19. Who would be like we a, didn't have Brando really? We didn't, we didn't have Brando. He was well. He we was did. There. We did. We had him on uh, we had the Chubby Island version. of Mr. Doctor Moreau. Yeah. <laughs> Apocalypse Now we had him kind of, yeah, uh, but he, but he was uh, not really ours. Right? Uh, Godfather we had him. Oh yeah. yeah, we had him in the Godfather. Yeah, come on, Ingrid Bergman. I guess it kind of bleeds over. Can I tell you who the most beautiful woman ever? Audrey Audrey Hepburn. I, can I tell you? I would yeah. like to see a movie with Audrey Hepburn mm -hmm. and Brad Pitt. There's a movie I think with Audrey Hepburn and Humphrey Bogart. It's kind of inappropriate. It looks like he's an old dude dating a young girl. Judy Garland, Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah. Ingrid Bergman. Kate <clears throat> uh, Blanchett is Grace my, Kelly. Oh, Kate, my God. Just, I'm just putting this out there. Uh -huh. I've never cheated on my wife. I have no plans of cheating on my wife. Mm -hmm. However, Kate Blanchett, mm -hmm. if you step to me mm -hmm. when I've had a couple cocktails in me. I'm sure that's when, what she's going to want to do. When I'm in Europe. When I'm in Europe. <laughs> how old is she? Is she age appropriate? Yes. Is she my age? She's probably way older. No. Kate Blanchett, Blanchett, I'm putting age. I'm putting Kate Blanchett at 54. I'm gonna say 50, 53. 53. Kate Blanchett, if you stepped me at a pub in England, 
it, this January, <laughs> and you try to kiss me, I will kiss you back. I will kiss you back, oh, sure. and I will take the charge at kissing Kate Blanchett. I will take the charge. I will deal with it at home. I will she's, deal with it at home. She, she is, is so yeah. fucking beautiful. She is so. She is so fucking beautiful. Glad that she got that offer. Do you think Kate Blanchett's attracted to me at all? No. <laughs> You know, you always got to think like, all right, I'm not the only one that thinks this yeah. about Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Who's she dating? Who's she dating? I bet she's, I bet she's, I bet she's dating. Mine's Gwyneth Paltrow, by the way. For real? Yeah, I love That's, her. You could get her. No, I couldn't. I bet you Andrew Upton. She's a princess. What does he play for? You ever see Grace Kelly in hey, Rear Window? I got a shot. Are you kidding me? What? Look at Andrew Upton. Yeah. Do you know how much money Andrew Upton has? Oh, for real. <laughs> oh, of course. Hold Wait, on. that's not her boyfriend. That's her fucking her doting boyfriend. No. It's her husband. It's what? her husband. That's her husband? He's an Australian playwright. And he's playwright. 56. He's age appropriate. Oh, my God. You have a chance. <laughs> I got a shot. You, have, you keep doing your burpees. I got a fucking shot. If you get up to 100 burpees, you've got a real shot. How much you want to bet I get knocked out in the pub by Andrew Upton? <laughs> He just goes. He's a playwright. A playwright. He would punch you right in the face in a pub. He would love to punch yeah, you. Oh, in look, the they're face kids. They have kids. They have four kids. She has kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is Matt Damon her kid? Look at that. Yeah. That looks like Matt. Young and, Matt. And, and when, yeah. That does look like a young Matt Damon. Look at this. This is old school. Oh, that's when she met him. She's in a personality. We can just tell you that right now. Well, she's by the a, way, I'm joking with she's Andrew. She's an artist. Upton. I'm, I definitely just got kicked. What if they're right now they're like, yo, we want Burke to read for this Kate Upton movie. Or Kate, Kate Upton? <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Do oh, you think she couldn't change her name because of Kate Upton? Yeah. She's like, he's like, type my name, will you, Kate? I think that's probably the only thing she's thinking right now is I don't see myself being Kate Kreischer. See her in a bikini. I'd like to see Kate Blanchett in a bikini. And now I just lost Kate Blanchett. She's like, oh, yeah. You're she's like, just... you're talking about my art and you're, my Yeah, you like acting. my acting. And, and now, now you want the paparazzi. All you care about is them taking pictures of me in a bikini. I wonder what's more offensive, you calling for those pictures or you doing that horrible accent uh, as She her. looks fucking slamming in a bikini. Whoa, she had four fucking kids? Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Get my wife in here. My see, wife. but you see, Bert, this is the problem with Hollywood. We were saying, why aren't there all those women up there with all those men? And you're just salivating. And looking at her and her underpants. Kate Blanchett, two <laughs> Oscar nominations, five BAFTA, three BAFTA awards, five Golden Globe nominations, three Golden Globes, eight fucking, what nomination is that? She's one of the 50 greatest actresses of all time. Pull up Ingrid Bergman. Let's see if she holds a candle to Kate Blanchett. Well, the thing about Ingrid Bergman is that she was one of the biggest stars in the world and just stopped. No. Yep. She was like, I'm not doing it anymore, and I'm going to go live my life. What does she sound like? Does she have a Swedish accent? Yes. For real? Yes. I don't know anything about Ingrid Bergman. Casablanca. Hey, it's not you, Kate. Right? Is that that what it is? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it's Casablanca. Elegance. Just lived on the, I think, Upper East Side. Her shit, fat ankles. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't invent burpees back then. The most misogynistic, <laughs> the most whittling. That is the fucking thing that that is so wrong with men. Do you, ever, you ever do that in front of your wife? All the time. <laughs> and you do it because 
you want you're you want points like I think you're more beautiful than she is. Yeah. But they take it as what is wrong with you? Yeah. That you she's the most beautiful woman in the world. You're talking about her ankles. I could pick. I, I you can do that to any woman. Really, is you can find the thing wrong with them. Like it's the little thing. Like, uh, <laughs> do you ever notice there's like webbing between her eyelids and her nose? And you're like, huh? And you're like, I don't know. It just drives me nuts. I hope it doesn't bother you. You're cool with it, right? And then your buddy's like, like her fucking eyelids are driving me nuts. This podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. There is nothing better this season, this winter season, than going outdoors, having a cocktail with your old lady or your guy. Oh, this is a great Christmas present. Having a cigar, having a drink, having some conversations, maybe you hear football going on in the back, and having an open flame. The only thing that sucks about it is the smoke. The smoke stinks. It ruins it. You wake up smelling like a campfire. You have an asthma attack if you're me. Man, you need a solo stove. Solo stove is having a holiday event sale where you can get a great deal on a solo stove fire pit. They are stainless steel constructions designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. So little smoke, you're going to wonder how there's so much fire. It's perfect catalyst for getting outside and spending more time with the families and friends this winter. Build lasting memories. And you can do it during the summer, too. An outdoor fire is the best. Build lasting memories with a solo stove fire pit. It is so easy to start, too. I took a little kindling, and all of a sudden, this thing was a flame and no smoke. And they're so confident that you'll love it. They offer a lifetime warranty and a 30-day free return policy. Let the gifting begin. Shop Solo Stove's holiday event sale for huge site-wide savings. And they got a lot of really cool stuff there. A lot more than I'm mentioning right now. Go check them out. And get $10 off the promo code BERT plus a lifetime warranty and free 30-day returns. Get an extra $10 off holiday deals at solostove.com and use the promo code BERT. I got my box from Grunt Style. Freaking awesome. Man, they are they know me and they know my brand. I love them and they also have a great mission. Grunt Style is an American veteran-owned and operated company that prides itself in the patriotic spirit with the motto Pride in Self, Military and Country with over 200 veterans on staff. Grunt Style's taken the American fighting spirit and instilled it in everything they do. They make high-quality clothing with patriotic themes that wave the American flag with pride and you don't have to be a veteran to wear grunt style but you do have to love freedom bacon and whiskey and i love freedom bacon and whiskey they provide more than apparel they they instill it with pride grunt style had humble beginnings starting off as a t-shirt company that ran out of the founders back of his car at fort benning they have since grown to employ over almost 400 americans and producing apparel for working out everyday wear fishing hunting and more their members the grunt style club members get free shipping special discount codes and contests and an exclusive tee each month the grunt style foundation partners with organizations that provide mental health support to ptsd depression anxiety combat stress and and the transition to vets into civilian life the grunt style foundation is active in programs to help with food insecurity and homelessness to veterans and their families. Grunt Style will be running their 12 days of Christmas sale starting December 12th with 50% off select items at gruntstyle.com. Burtcast listeners get free standard shipping on any order. Go to gruntstyle.com and use free sh- standard shipping code BURTCAST at checkout for free shipping. That's gruntstyle.com and use the code BURTCAST. I used to do a character. I used to do a character when the girls were really young <laughs> of the uh, sexist misogynist. 
of like is a joke but i was like i'll drive everyone knows mom can't drive she's a woman and then one day leanne goes you know you say that often enough you're not actually the character you're just saying it and <laughs> right. i was like oh yeah and i was like oh wait because i would do it loud in front of people and i'd be like hold on i don't want my wife carrying my wallet you know how women are with money she's gonna go cha-ching charge it um god this is so interesting Type in, okay, what do we type in? Look at all these great, greatest female actors. Female though. actresses Sandra of all time. Bullock. Put them off to the side. Just type in greatest comedians of all time. Let's see if we're on that list. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> There's no way we're on this list, right? No. There's no way. It depends. There's not going to, give me a hundred. Did our publicist do it? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Bill Burr's on the fucking list. Wow. Eddie Murphy. Bob Newhart. Either that Jim or Jim Carrey, Wanda Sykes. We're not getting even fucking close. Red to get Fox, on this list. Sarah Silverman, Jim Gaffigan, Pat Oswalt, Ricky Gervais, David Tell, Pat Oswalt, Louis, Louis Black. Black. I didn't know that's how he spelled his name. Tig Notaro, Ellen DeGeneres, Jess Foxworthy, Ellen DeGeneres, and David Letterman, Hope, Mom's Mabley. This Saul. list is bullshit. Yeah, f that list. They should to type in fifty greatest white comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Same list, it just doesn't have Pryor and Kenny Murphy. <laughs> oh. That's fucking funny. So wait, speaking of greatest comedians of all time, yes. tell me about the new special. Your specials are fucking banging. Thank you, Bert. They really are. You are, appreciate you have such a, you are the guy that I always say, like I said to Rogan last time I was with Rogan, you're the guy that already wrote the joke that I'm thinking of and already kind of stopped using it in his act right and i go oh you you did that and you're like oh yeah yeah but you can do it too and i'm like oh uh thank you that's very kind of you that well you had the lot. one bit that went viral have you made people yet have you made people it's yet? so great yeah it's that so was fucking great <laughs> i made my own people um yeah it was great i did it in boston at the wilbur oh yeah what a great place to shoot. So great. What a great venue. What a great... How many seat kills the energy. Have? Not many. Really? Not many. It's my director, uh, Greg Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, great director and good friend. Uh, yeah, very, very minimalist, you know? We, like, just got in there. Didn't have I to like kill it. that much. We just had a little on the side for the craney crane. And, uh, yeah, it was good. It was packed. And, that you know, Boston crowds are just Fuck. such a pop. Judy but they shows? listen. Two shows. Yeah. And uh Did you it get it great. on the first show? uh yeah well it's you know it's that thing it's like i thought i did it on the first show yeah and then after the second show people were like oh that was the one and i was like i think it's the first one i had i had <laughs> i did uh the so i was just talking about this it's a clip where we haven't released it yet and i said i'd talk ad nauseum about it but when i did my very first special i did one show right i thought i hit it out of the fucking park <laughs> yeah I did not. <laughs> <laughs> part of you just happy you survived, right? Yeah, part of me is like, I remember being like so relieved that I did it that I just drove home yeah. and then went to bed. <laughs> right. Didn't have a drink, didn't celebrate. I did my next special was The Machine. I thought I murdered it. I shot at the Irvine Improv. Yeah. I thought I murdered it on the first show. <laughs> yeah. And Leanne was like, you're a little fast. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we got it. We got it. Everyone's yeah. like, we got it. But take your time on this next show. Have fun. Uh, and so I got it. Or maybe I didn't. I got it on the second show. Uh-huh. And uh, but the machine story went viral. So then that was that 
Right. So regardless, right. I had good. I had a good machine story. Yeah. And that was the thing I needed. Yeah. Secret time. I did two shows in Philly, and I bombed on the first show. No. You don't bomb. So funny. My my producer Tony Hernandez is uh-huh. a longtime friend of mine. I grew up with him. He said to me, I'm, I'm, "I do the first. We do six shows at the Troc. I film two. I saw him film the last two. Uh-huh. First two shows go off, and I murder." Second two shows go, goes off and I destroy. And he says to me after that, he goes, do you ever bomb? And I go, oddly enough, you know what? I have. Sometimes it's when I'm nervous. Uh-huh. But like sometimes it's just weird things will fuck up. Like yeah. in, at the at the Sydney Opera House, yeah. I did that show and I stepped on the mic cord uh-huh. as I was walking. And as I went to say the punchline, the mic moved away from uh-huh. me. Like it was like this. I went, yeah. I went and then I shit in my mouth. Yeah. So it's the audience didn't hear the punchline. And I said, but it, it never happens. But I mean, it has happened. I stepped on the fucking mic cord on that show. And the thing I told him, and I and it was like, there was a heckler. It was raining outside. Uh, they made him stand in the rain. Uh, the fucking power went out. They were drunk as fuck. And it was just like, yeah. what the fuck? So when I did the second show, I was like, I'll never put myself in that situation again. Yeah. Did the second show, had a good show. Right. When I did uh, Hey Big Boy, I was like, I'm doing four fucking shows. Right. <laughs> and I, I don't feel like, I mean, I got it, but like I didn't get it on the first show. Whoa. Second show, I thought I got it. I had mustard on my pants. <laughs> Who the fuck had let me eat hot dogs in the middle, in between two, two shows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, got it on the first show early. Uh-huh. Got it on the late show, kind of. Mm-hmm. But this special, I was like, didn't get it on the first show killed it killed it killed it and right. i was like i was like all right i'm done right but two shows make me nervous yeah i i i don't know i mean you definitely have to allow for weirdness like you don't know you could just have one person that's just yelling shit out and i had a guy i had a guy in the front row yeah me yeah you I know like, i go he wants to be in this special yeah that's rough so you do need to just going with two is definitely like cross your fingers but the set was so tight you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was so. I, How long have you been I, doing this set? Um, two years, two and a half years. Yeah. You know, and it was it was really tight. It was really exactly what I wanted to to do and say. And uh, I just felt really. And I just there was a thing about once we said Boston, once we said Wilbur, I just relaxed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just felt like, oh, we're gonna be good. This, yeah. We're gonna be. I mean, if I can, if this act can do well in all these other places and he's small. Like strange towns i just felt like it this will be good it'll be it'll work in boston yeah have you and and it when it when's it air on the the 13th december, december? 13th yeah is that yeah. tuesday it's a tuesday nice what are you doing are you, i'm are hoping you? it's a good holiday people want to like sit well it would be great december 13th is that tuesday the next week is the 23rd right mm, yeah okay hang on for thirty. yeah the 20th 45 great great right. great <laughs> my meeting starts in 20 okay uh it's perfect timing good 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 hold on so wait the 13th um, oh yeah the next week's oh the next week's fucking yeah that's fucking awesome right? next it's, week's christmas. it's nice time everyone gets on, everyone's specials. taking that weekend off right and then leading into christmas yeah oh that's a fucking good good run yeah i'm, I'm hoping uh people get to see it what are you it's doing called promotional what a day. wise what a day what a day yeah yeah is it thematic no but you know it's a little thematic in that um i I liked what a day like my last one was you're doing great and after and that 
that dropped like right as we were heading into the pandemic, like yeah. your last that one, and uh, and people like when I went back on tour were coming up and saying how it got them through the pandemic, like it was because it was inspirational. Yeah. It wasn't cynical. It was like we, you're doing great. You're you you can you can do this. You can get through. It. I had no idea we we're gonna be in lockdown, but I was just telling people like you're doing enough. Like I, I feel it too. Like yeah. you're busting your ass and you're like, when do I get to feel okay? Like, why do I always feel like I'm not doing enough? Like, and I, the theme just became, you're doing great. This is it. If you're here now and you have money in your pocket, this is it. It's yeah. not going to get back. This, you've done it. You've already done it. And I just kept like writing towards that kind of attitude. So what a day just felt a little like you could say it like, you know, when I get up, it came off of when I say it every morning when I walk in and my kids are there and I'm just like, what a day, what a day, what a day. Yeah. Like it's optimistic. And then by the end of the day, it's like, oh, what a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I think it's I think it's I think it's important to to name your special something authentic. Yeah. To you. I think I I I I, I think that's awesome. I, yeah. and I, I think that's great, especially something. You say to your kids in the morning, that's fucking awesome. Because that's where you're doing great was, too. Whenever yeah. we'd be out hustling, you know when you got the car filled with kids and you're going from store to store and you got to get the dog in and you're doing the thing and you know your kids are just gassed. Yeah. And if you were a kid, you would be so pissed at your dad. Like, why are you dragging me all around town doing this? And I would just, or we're traveling, I'd be like, everyone's doing great. You're doing great. We, we got 20 <laughs> more minutes. You're, you're doing great. I just yeah. kept doing that. And I realized I say what a day all the time to them also. And it's not real. It's. There's no joke that says what a day. I don't say it in the special. Really? I just, yeah. That's but, great. But it felt like it was that tone. You know? I say the name of my special once in it. Yeah. yeah it's hard it's... name. It's hard. Like, I like that. Yeah. I like when you, I like as a fan, when you hear them say the thing, you know? Yeah. I like that. But I say what I, I say the name of my special all the time. You do? All the time. I, I use this phrase all the fucking time. <laughs> all the fucking time. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so and it say was, it once in the special. Yeah, I say it once in the special, uh -huh. but um, and and it's organic. But I liked, um, I like I liked the whole. I it, fucking, it's called if you had my breakfast sandwich. <laughs> it's called are my tortillas dry. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a fucking plantain. <laughs> it's called. Does this tortillas taste like bacon? <laughs> Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, how great would it be if I started dating Kate Blanchett when I'm in Europe? I leave Leanne. She leaves uh POTUS. Would she POTUS. be would she how sad would she be if you left for her? Oh she wouldn't be sad. She'd be mad. Yeah. Like Leanne doesn't get sad, she gets angry. Right. So like she would get angry and <laughs> yeah. she would get even. Yeah. She would do something to hurt me mm. so bad. She said she said we she it's funny because she knows my sense of humor. Like even these yeah. jokes, we were looking at <laughs> we're looking at another house she wants to buy another house uh-huh and so she uh she we went to go look at it and my energy i'm don't i i'm very i've i've scared money i, I live scared money yeah and so um we go to look at the house and the the <laughs> and i said this isn't a bad house like i wouldn't this might this is the kind of house that makes me want to start a family and he goes oh you guys don't have kids and i said no my second family <laughs> and he goes he and leanne goes shut up and so and the guy goes oh are you are you guys not married and i go no we are right now but i'm i'm gonna start my second family and i'd like to live here and I, and leanne goes your second wife 
would not be able to buy this house. And I said, my second wife isn't born yet, Leanne. And the guy goes, guy goes, hold on. He's like, wait, what are you? I'm so confused. And she goes, he's a comedian. He's a comedian. He's a comedian. And the guy goes, oh, okay. And then he didn't, still didn't get it. He didn't get it. And we just left. It, I'll, he's I'll, just trying to figure out his sales angle. Yeah. He was like, but it was, it was a beautiful house. It was a beautiful house. It was a craftsman. Uh-huh. But they're it's a if they set it weird on the lot, uh-huh. and so they're going to tear it down, and that's oh, they why. Are. Yeah, and part of Leanne was to save the craftsmanness of uh, it. Beautiful stained glass windows. Yeah, we we're fucking around one night. Yeah, and I I was drunk, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't need any fucking money. I go, I'll tell you what, because I have a I have a setup with like. I can fly first class wherever I want. Uh-huh. She'll let me fly. First. She'll let me fly private every now and then. If uh-huh. like it's if it makes sense yeah. and it's not expensive, I can do that. Yeah. But um. And and I can invest in companies that are podcast sponsors that I like. Uh huh. So like I'm not. I don't want to go too into the weeds, but there's a few companies that I really think are awesome fucking companies. Right. <laughs> yeah. That you can so, invest. So in. I can, and that's the only thing I can do with my money that she'll believe me blindly and go like okay yeah like I, I just knew i just knew this company was i i knew this i knew this company was fucking good i like drinking out of these cans uh-huh. but more importantly I, I remember going like we all drink water on podcasts yeah like that's what we do it's so much cooler when it's this and it's a great conversation starter this is a fucking no-brainer yeah for me so that's the way like so like uh and like and like when we did fully loaded i invested all the money it was her idea really but uh-huh. we invested all the money back into the festival so that we could do an- another year so that's where she lets me. And then I said to her drunk one night, and I was like, and I was like, uh, I go, where are you going to spend your money? <laughs> she goes, I'm going to spend your money on houses. And I said, honey, you can do whatever the fuck you want. As long as I can, as long as, as long as we don't go broke, you can do whatever the want. Right. And she has, t- she said to me <laughs> in like a earnest moment, I will become a real estate mogul. Wow. And I was like, and I was like, good luck. Right. And she is yeah she looks at properties all day long mm-hmm. anything that's anything that's in her price point she, yeah and anything that's in her price point and has land that'd be great i mean if she's I mean, passionate she got, she about got it. this house she got us this house and this she searched high and low to try to find us land because i wanted land yeah and she found she found this the price we got this house for is fucking she she murdered it right our first house our first house yeah our first house she got at dirt cheap, right? She was the one in like 2008. Was like, if we don't buy a house right now, right. we will never have wealth in our family. Wow! And I, I was just scared. Money as a comic, yeah, and I was like, yeah. ah, no, 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 I no, can't, no. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Don't <laughs> those I, bills. I can't promise it's gonna last forever. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. like, and it was I remember, one good year. Yeah, it was a good year. I got a one Travel Channel show, Bertha Conquer. <laughs> right. We did one season. She took every fucking red cent and bought that fucking house. Smart. When we got canceled, I remember going. I guess we had to sell the house. She goes, honey. Our mortgage is fucking like our mortgage was like twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. It was nothing. She put all of our money into it. Nice. She goes, if we can't afford to live here, we can't afford to live in LA. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. Okay. She's right. Yeah. So Oh, that'd be great. That'd be good if it took off. Yeah. That um, would be cool. I would love to. I mean, I I'd love for her. Look, look, I don't if she fucks it up, yeah. I'm still cool with her. Yeah. <laughs> right exactly yeah. yeah so you screwed up like yeah, i haven't I was, screwed up yeah like i haven't fucked up i fucking bake kate blanchett <laughs> have you had my bacon tortillas yeah. <laughs> if 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 chris hemsworth if chris hemsworth <laughs> yeah tried to kiss my wife right without a doubt she's kissing chris hemsworth oh yeah without a fucking right on doubt. the lips by the way i'd 
actually be very fucking cool. With that. <laughs> I'd Not be like, that cool. I'd be like, well, I'd be like, I'd be like. Like you guys don't you didn't like get numbers or anything, right? <laughs> no, like not you're not that his cool. fucking his fucking wolf or his panther piece he gets out in fucking LA when he's out here. It's like eyes wide shut when Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman are talking and she's like, You don't know what I'm capable of. And she's so, so sees a guy walking through the lobby and she's like, I could have left you and the kids. I could have done it all. And it was like, wait a minute, women think this way too? <laughs> It's a dangerous thing. Yeah, I want to know that. <laughs> oh. Well, dude, congratulations on the new special. I appreciate it. And thank you for the love for bread. I'll Thanks have it for... tomorrow morning before I fly. Oh, yeah, do it. I will. One slice. One, One slice, thing of lots toast, of butter. And then head out. Yeah, maybe yeah. a little Vegemite. Yeah, <laughs> It's a good way to do <laughs> really it. Really doctor it up. Yeah. And um, you're my first stop. So what, what, other, what other podcasts are you going to be doing? I'm going to go do Tom's. Oh, yeah. I'm when are you going? When are you going down there? The 14th okay will you be there no 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 um yeah bunch bopping around oh fuck yeah yeah well dude i your your specials always fucking murder thanks man uh if you're hearing if you're hearing tom papa for the first time go watch you're doing great it's an amazing fucking special thank you what's beautiful about that is like you're you're because you've gone viral so much through that special there are clips that as you watch the special you go Oh shit, that's where that's from? <laughs> yeah, that guy? Shut the fuck up. I've seen that a hundred times on TikTok. <laughs> right. Um and yeah. thank and thank you for the bread. And and of honestly, course. dude, uh, you're more than fucking welcome. Oh, I gotta have you yeah. on something's burning. Yes, I have to do an episode of something's yeah, burning. Yeah, let's do it. Um, whoever you want to do it with, we do two people. Yeah. And we're got and we're we're shooting them in February. Okay. We're shooting new ones in February. All right. So we'll do that second push for your special. I'll show up as a food snob. Oh. <laughs> Just bring bread. Thank you. You're the best. This episode was brought to you by the machine.